Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Sports Network, let's go! Good morning to you. Welcome inside the Morning Woodward Show right here on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Appreciate you guys waking up with us and uh, making us a part of your day and being a part of the conversation all day long inside our chat so you guys can participate because we got a lot of stuff for you to comment on today. I mean, everything from the top 10 funniest names in sports history. Um, we got an interview coming up talking about the Pistons. Snoop Dogg wants to perform at halftime plus Dan Campbell and his quotes the gift that just keeps on giving I love that man I Dan Campbell I, I want I want I want to be related to you like I, I want him I want him to like show up at my family function as like Uncle Dan's here and just telling crazy stories uh, but first let's introduce the panel this morning to my right yo what up though it's Corey Corey looking clean today too Corey's pulling out the 90s the vibe, new like, shoes too he got the new shoes all shiny I mean, Bright colors. I mean, hey, you know, got clothes in the closet. Might as well wear them. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I have so, actually, I have so many. But I, I'm Joey, by the way. I have so many clothes at home that I just don't wear. It's like 
COVID made me realize that I want to wear the same three or four pieces every single day. Yeah, COVID made me realize I never want to wear pants again. Yeah. That, like, that, I, the fact that I actually have to put on formal pants to go in public is really yeah. disappointing. It's like, weird I, that you do the just, show just pantless so guys, every yeah. single day. Just so you guys know, stick is up here in his boxers. Yep, see, yeah. look. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real, thank you guys for waking up with us. It's another beautiful day. It's supposed to get up to like 77, 80 degrees today. Dude, 90 so. by Friday. Woo! Hopefully you got that HVAC working. And, um, yeah, let's get on into it. Dan Campbell strikes again. And I absolutely love this guy. He was doing a podcast interview, and two major things came out of this interview to me. One, and we can talk about this first, and then I got a question for everybody, and I want everybody at home or everybody where you're watching to comment on this too. Um, so Dan Campbell says he wants a live lion on the sidelines. <laughs> a live lion on the sidelines, and I'm here for it. He's like... Yeah, when you're kicking the ball, I want a lion right behind you. Right. <laughs> like, what? what? What more motivation do you need? It's like the movie Gladiator. <laughs> and here, it is, it, here you go. I don't think we're going to be able to do it, but I would love to literally have a pet lion. Just a legit pet lion on a big-ass chain. He really is my pet. We just walk around the building. We go out to practice. We're in seven-on-seven. Seven. We're even behind the kicker when he's kicking. Um... The crazy part is I could see this. I mean, they, okay, look. So we got how many home games? What, eight? Eight. Okay. So they have circuses, and they bring out lions. <laughs> how come the lions can't get a lion and just have it in the cage and have somebody, you know, take lion tamer or whatever right there on deck? I mean, that would be pretty badass. That, actually, I support that idea 100% <laughs> because – Get Rory the lion's ass out of there. You know, he's not intimidating anybody. Having a real-ass lion right there? Come on. How can we make that happen? Or if we can't get a real-ass lion, let's put Rory on a chain and have Dan Campbell walk Rory around the campus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we can do. They, Problem solved. Everybody wins. Everybody's happy. I mean, they need, to do, they need to do something because that lion's logo is not intimidating. So have some type of intimidating force right there. I mean, a badass defense and a real-life jungle cat. Oh, that would be unreal. Like, is, there, <laughs> is this possible to do? Like, it is possible. There are sports teams that have live animals as their mascots. And, um, you know, like for University of Georgia, Ugga, the bulldog, they bring the bulldog everywhere. And I believe it's bovine for the University of Texas. It's bovine. And here's an interaction between Ugga and bovine. Look out, Ugga! Yeah, but like... <laughs> Isn't a lion? Isn't a lion an illegal animal or something at own? Um, I mean, we could just call the Tiger King. He could be up here on the sidelines. <laughs> That's what we do. Danny Exotic, Joe Exotic. I know Danny oh, Exotic. Oh, I was like, okay, I see what you did there. Rory is too nice. Yeah, maybe if Joe Exotic hadn't killed the big cat ownership, that could have been our plug, man. Man, what I'm if telling we had you, the Detroit Zoo out there. Detroit Zoo would be dope. Look, if they can get lions in a circus, we can get a lion on the field. This can happen. Just we got we got to figure it out. All right, yeah. So how do we do this? Do we like dress a lion up in people's clothing and get it through security? Like how how do we do this? Because there's got to be a way to execute this. I just love that. That's where Dan Campbell's head's at too. Like the guy, he already comes off as a meathead, but then when he's talking about walking around with a big ass chain and a lion, it's like, <laughs> oh man, this dude. Look, all we got to do is 
I've, I've gone through that same tunnel where they have the bands and stuff come through. Just bring them through that long-ass tunnel with the Detroit versus everybody's. Just let them. You know what? We'd be really cool if they just let the Lion loose. That would be a way to win the game. Uh, good on kickoff coverage. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, you know, if the players are, if the <laughs> opponents are half eaten, then, you know, we, we, Lions going to get the dub. So I'm just trying to think outside the box. A <laughs> lot of comments about Hangover referencing Mike Tyson having a tiger. Yes. So why can't we? <laughs> why can't we? And the. Like I said, I just love where this guy's head at. And then another part of the interview, and this is the this is what I want everybody to respond to. So if you're watching right now um, on any of our platforms and you're able to comment, I want to know what body part would you give up for a Super Bowl? Because Dan Campbell said he would give up his arm. So Corey, I'm going to start with you. What body part would you win to see the Lions, or would you get rid of to see the Lions win a Super Bowl? Hmm. I don't know which ear is the one that's go- going away. To, the the ear is going away the worst. <laughs> the ear? One. You chose the ear? I mean, hey, everything else is functional. I mean, I can go, I can Van Gogh without here. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, I, see, I couldn't go ear because, like, that's on the face. Hey. And, like, you got to walk around the rest of your life without an ear. People hey. Look, like, hey, it's cool. I mean, I give up an ear. Everything else, I'm kind of really, really using it. An ear, huh? I can hear out the other one. And the Lions win. <laughs> Yeah, Le- I, leg would be a hard one. A, I feel a like, whole leg? I'm See, saying I, that'd be I, hard. I, I, I oh, no, no, I'm saying that you would can, be hard. I'm just thinking because he said arm, and I'm like, arm, I mean, you can do with one arm, you know? I eat only with my right hand, actually, too, but... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would probably have to give up. I'm going to go up with an arm. I'm going to have to go with my left arm on this one. So you and Dan Campbell be walking around (laughs) armless if we got a Super Bowl? Because, listen, one ear, that's like normal. You know, like you could get by. That's that's something light. But if you say I donated. How many people you know with one ear? (laughs) How is that normal? I know. (laughs) It ain't normal. (laughs) Dude, I know a guy. His name is One Leg. You ever heard of One Leg? He's got one ear. No, he's got one leg. Then what are we talking about? It's the hardest thing in the world. So I'm just thinking. It's just elimination of body parts here. I mean, I guess I'm going to seem like a pussy on this. I'm, I'm going pinky toe. It's, ah. it's not I, 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 I was going See? I was going to do a Harlem Knights reference but Joey wouldn't get it. Joey two times Joey two times understands. Harrison, Harrison would give wins. up a nut. Whoa. Harrison I wins. mean, you have to. I'm straight. Nobody Man. would ever really know unless it's like your girl. That's the point. She'd know. They make fake balls that you can put in, too. Hey, man, look, I ain't Lance Armstrong. I'm straight. Lance Armstrong, didn't he have zero balls? Or is he down to one? I think he was down to one. Oh, he's down to one. I could okay. be wrong. I, I never singlets? really, I never really, I never really 50, kept up with it. That's the 50% of your balls that you got to give up there. That's a lot. Yeah. That's uh, a lot. 
I don't know if so I... So you went easy on that pinky toe con. Listen, it's a body part. No, you guys didn't fully, have to give up a whole damn leg in your fucking ear. Fully visible body part. Fully visible body part. Like, when you're wearing swim trunks? or nope. like Because like, right now, it's only my hands and my head. Like, right so, now, which one are you giving up? <laughs> Man, I'm... Which one are you giving up? Um, I may go, like, finger on the left hand. I don't really use my left hand that much. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I get the I'm whole left, left arm. You got I might, only a finger. I might give. Okay, if we if we go on like this is a part, then I give up my right pinky. Maybe your right pinky. But um, toe. I don't know if I can give up the toe. Fish, what about you? If you could give up a body part for the Lions Super Bowl, what are you giving up? Do I have to give up yes. a body part? I, we can't just win the Super Bowl fair and square. No, nope, that we, won't happen. We've tried yeah. that shit and it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd rather just win fair and square, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, so if it takes 95 years to win, that's fine by me. Um, but this year, if you could win a Super Bowl this year, if they say, hey, Fish, you just got to give us one body part, what I, you picking? I wouldn't do it. Because I don't <laughs> Claim no, the game, Fish. Okay, Fish may do speak. I don't, I don't want to give a body part because. So Fish is going to give up his nuts. Cool. No, 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 no. <laughs> when, if, if I give a body part and they win, right, I would be like, well, I already know they're going to win. I mean, you're There's sacrificing no for the greater good. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I just, I, I, I want them. I want to have all my body parts alive, and I want the hype of can they win it this year? Every year is positivity and hope and optimism. I but want fish, that. I don't want to give a body part just be like, all right, well they won, they won the Super Bowl this year. Right, and every time I looked down and I didn't see a pinky, I'd be like, oh man, that's our Super Bowl. Right. I'd be so happy. Right. You well, wouldn't be happy. No, I'd be happy, but if I gave it now. What, what am I waiting for till February? I already know they're going to win. Well, I, I'd rather have the okay, build you've up. You've made this I, conversation I want, very wait, wait, wait. fun, Fish. I want, I want the build up. <laughs> I want the build up of them winning. Like, oh, they won this game. <gasps> they win a but, conference but, but, final, but, Super Bowl. They won. But, but, but Fish, Instead it's, it's, like, it's, it's they won. make-believe. They won. They won. Oh, they got to the final. Man, Fish had a bad they weekend. He's been Bowl. boring today and yesterday. <laughs> and they won the it's championship game. Because I already gave the arm. You gave an arm? Sure, I'll give an arm. There we go. There we go. Right. Oh, give an up arm. An arm. Um, Alex, in producer land this morning. Alex, if you had to give up one body part, what would it be for the Lions to win the Super Bowl? And everybody watching right now, please comment what you would give up. We want to see this. You you stole my idea. I was gonna say toe. I'll I'll even say I'll give up a big toe. Ooh. Oh no, Ooh. you can't. You can't walk without the big toe. I don't know you about can make it toe. happen. We can make it happen. You can. How do you walk in? Like, how do you jump without a big toe? I'm like just doing it on the stool right now, trying to like know. jump Crutches. off without that. Huh? Crutches. Crutches? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you walk or wheelchair. I got an ugly uh, pinky toe anyway, so I want to get rid of that. Do we got the intern mic working right now? Not not intern Mikey, like the mic for the intern. <laughs> sorry, I, I got to specify. That was a mic joke. Uh, no, hand it to Paige, Mike. Yeah, sorry. Well, we can't get a camera on you right now. Uh, Alex, whatever you get a second, put a put a camera on Paige so we can talk to her. Um, that was ooh, so cool. Wow. That was so cool. Okay, Alex. Uh, I think I got to agree with Stick. I think like a pinky finger, like a pinky toe. It's not really. Uh, should I stand up more? No, no, we're talking to, talking to Mike, who's weird behind you. Yeah, Mike, get out of the shot. I want to get my opinion. Then you will right after Paige talks. You can't just kidding. lurk in the background. Yeah, it's her second creeper. You can't get no shine. Over here. Right. Creeper. Yeah, probably something that I don't really need because, like, you know, sure, if we win it, it's great, but, like, 
I don't really want to give like a major limb to win it, so probably a pinky toe or a pinky finger. Okay, now switch seats with Mike real pinky quick finger. so he can talk. Because this is the thing. That is, that's that's like our spot where like any guest can talk. You now, better have something good. You better I'm say sorry, guys. Yeah, so, yeah, no, this is the thing. Is Okay, so if I'm giving up a big toe, is it worth as much of, as an arm? That's what I'm saying. Do the it's bigger organ. Part. Okay, but are, you, are, we, are we playing this, this game of like I give up one pinky, it's the same chances of us winning a Super Bowl as if like I give up my whole arm. Yes. I really? didn't realize you, you had to draw so hard. That's why that's I what I'm just doing. thinking about. You wonder why I was contemplating. Where is the fun police said? <laughs> Damn! No, no, no. It's our body parts. You so wonder why I was contemplating that. Your body we is did a this, part. We did this wrong. We should have gave them all rules. There's no fun, and we're just going to do this. I would just give up. Man, I'd give up my left, my right pinky, because I already cut part of it off when I was slicing something a while back, so why not just finish it up? What were you slicing? I was slicing uh, sweet potatoes. And that'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And I'd give that up for a Super Bowl. Hell yeah. If you're willing to sacrifice it for sweet potatoes, you better be able to sacrifice it uh, for yeah, a Super Bowl. Yeah, I sacrificed it for sweet potatoes. We'll <laughs> sacrifice it for a Super Bowl. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, everybody, that's it's what we want to know. What body part would you give up? Because obviously Dan Campbell has thought about it, and he's willing to give up a whole damn arm. <laughs> could you imagine Dan Campbell coaching one arm Actually, on the yes. sideline? Yes, I could. <laughs> I'm laughing at Art. He said, boo this man. He stole Paige to see for that. <laughs> <laughs> Teeth. Well, what we'll have to do is we'll put those seats next to each other. So that way, when we go to you guys, you'll be in the same shot. So, so yeah, Dan Campbell, obviously one of our favorite people ever. Um, and he's still making great comments and giving us great content to talk about. So shout out to Dan Campbell wanting to give up an arm, wanting a live lion on the sideline. What's up, fish? Can I, can I see what shirt you're wearing? The shirt I'm wearing? Yeah. That's a nice shirt. Yeah, it's the NFL draft shirt from Cleveland. Where'd you get it? You got it just on the NFL store? No, my buddy uh, Mike went down to the draft in Cleveland and he picked me one up. We gave him a bunch of, we gave him a couple Woodward Sports shirts to wear while he was there. And he, those guys that we posted pictures of in Cleveland with Woodward Sports, that was my boy Mike. And then he brought me this back. Nice. Yeah, it's the draft shirt. I will always remember this as the day we got Panay Sewell and then our awesome draft party that we did at the Del Mar. So, yeah. Just but, don't wash it. Really? Well, Why? Dry clean it. You know, I'm just saying. Because you don't want to get, you don't want to get you know, the stuff the paint okay. to come off and everything like that. Serve it. I thought you knew something I didn't know about these yeah, shirts. Oh, like no. It's going to disintegrate the, or something. The like letters that. are going to drop, fall right. off. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for being a part of that conversation. And thank you, Dan Campbell, for providing us with endless content. And we got to give a shout-out to our people at 8 Mile. 8 Mile Vodka is what you need to be sipping on this weekend or this week. Who cares? It's 80 degrees outside. So sit in your backyard, grab yourself a bottle of 8 Mile, and make sure you pick it up at the Meyer store near you. Or ask for it at your local bar. If it's not there, just keep asking for it, and we'll make sure we get 8 Mile at your favorite watering hole. But they're from Detroit. They're born in Detroit. That is their slogan. And we represent Detroit here on Woodward Sports. So we represent 8 Mile. Hey, guys. I'm D-Mac. Hey, guys. I'm Pilar. That was a little slow. Right. Hi, I'm D-Mac. I wasn't ready. I was doing this. Hi, I'm D-Mac. Hey, I'm Pilar. I'm Maz. You're lit. Hi, I'm D-Mac. Hi, <laughs> I'm Maz. We suck. You Matt. suck. Catch us Monday to Friday, 3 to 5. Every day right here on The Hook on Woodward Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. This is the Morning Woodward Show. Thank you guys for being a part of the conversation. That was a fun conversation um, about what body part you'd like to give up until we threw it to the interns, and I just got out of control with analytics. Um, oh, man, I'm still but, inconsolable over that. <laughs> Corey's over here dying this morning. What's up, Fish? Now you know why you're up there and we're over here. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, we can make that transition soon because I would love – for you guys to take this job over in like a year or so. And I think you three would be a great morning show. Wow, you you're, you're giving us a year. You're very grateful. Grateful, whatever that word is. <laughs> grateful. Grateful, grateful. Uh, thank you, Fish. I Gracious. appreciate it. That's what I was looking for. Gracious, yes. I appreciate that, Fish. Uh, so, basketball tonight, boys. I mean, let's talk about it. The play-in games are here. And first, I want to find out, are you guys a fan of the play-in games? Honestly, I was a fan of the playing games last year because of the situation with that break, that long break. It was it, it they did need a playing game. They needed something to kind of get the ball rolling. Teams did not really get a chance to finish the full season, so I, I was cool with it. This year, not so much. Not I'm not going to go all LeBron and say like, hey, <laughs> whoever came up with the idea should be fired. I, I don't I don't want to go that far, <laughs> but I am going to take some quotes from another player, Luka Doncic. Here's what he said about the play-in. I don't understand the idea of the play-in tournament. You play 72 games this season to get into to get in the playoffs, then maybe you lose two in a row when you're out the playoffs. I don't see the point in that. I totally agree. Look at the Pistons right now. Let's say the Pistons are in this rebuild, restoring, I should say, and next year they become a seventh or eighth seed. You mean to tell me they they work all season to get to that point they lose two games in a row as being a seven seed, and now they're out the playoffs. I think that's a load of crap. Yeah, but you're losing to the tenth seed team. So if you lose to that tenth seed team, and then the winner of that next game between the uh, uh, seven and eight team, it would be. Yep. Then you kind of deserve to at that point. I get what Up you're a saying. Whole season. I know. Of work? No. No. My my thing is, I want to preface this by saying seventy two games in the season. Like, when you have this little play-in tournament at the end of the year, I could see this for something like football because there wasn't enough chances. Because in basketball, you have so many chances to switch that record around. If you can't switch that record around and not be that seven seed, be a six, five, four, so on team, then you don't deserve to really fight like the rest. I love Jake's comment here. The idea that LeBron could quickly be knocked out has me more excited <laughs> for the NBA playoffs than I've been in a decade. And God, that's, that LeBron-Steph Curry matchup is going to be amazing. And then that happens tomorrow night. What's up, Fish? You guys better be careful what you wish for. You hear that saying all, all the time? You've heard that before? I have. Yeah, you better be careful what you wish for. It can go from LeBron being kicked out to LeBron holding that trophy at the end of July. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, mean, if LeBron is holding the trophy in July, that's kind of what was really expected. But if he gets kicked out, who the hell predicted that? <laughs> Nobody, but you all are going crazy on, oh, Curry's going to get 55 and he's going to win and all that. And uh, That's what we want. Hell yeah. You don't want to see LeBron get knocked out by Steph Curry just dropping half-point three-pointers all game on his ass? No, but you guys got to be thinking about possible LeBron James coming in just opening up his uh, 100% ability to just start draining shots on people. Yeah, well, shooting's not really his forte, so I'm not worried about him draining shots. Just really just being big, physical, and taking over the game. That's what LeBron does. He imposes his will on opponents. So shooting-wise, LeBron's always been an average shooter. 
a great scorer, but not a great, great shooter. Great, great scorer. Yeah. He's improved his shooting over the past couple of years. Oh, hell yeah. And he had to because it's, it's father time and his athleticism, even though he's still pretty athletic, it's, it's going to fade. So he's, he's become a better shooter, but he wasn't known as a knockdown shooter. But um, this is where people kind of know what the play-in tournament is. So it's going to be 7 versus 8, then 9 versus 10. So... Seven versus eight, whoever wins that, they're going to get the seventh spot. And then the loser of the nine, the, the winner of nine versus ten is going to play the winner, the loser of the seven versus eight game. Whoever loses the nine versus ten game, they're automatically out. Yeah, Alex, do you have that graph of um, the brackets and how it all breaks out? Because it is kind of confusing how they do it. Um, but here you go. I think it's perfect. This I is, really do. This I, is I, what I like the way like. they did it. Right there. Memphis and San Antonio are going to play. The winner's going to move on. And then uh, the Lakers and Golden State's going to play. The loser's going to move up. And the winner's going to immediately get the seventh seed and take on Phoenix. And then the winner of the loser <laughs> of the Golden State Lakers game and the winner of the winner of the Memphis San Antonio game goes on to be the eighth seed. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to this stuff. And it's it's kind of confusing. But at the same time, it's more <coughs> basketball, and it's more intense basketball, so I don't really mind it. Um, I mean, if, you look at the 7 and 8 as the winner bracket. You look at the 9 and 10 as the loser's bracket. Right. The winner's bracket, you win, you move on. The loser's bracket, still got to win another game against the loser from the winner's bracket. Yep, and tonight's games are obviously out of the East, and we got Washington and Boston, and, of course, we have the Hornets versus my least favorite team, the Pacers. And the Pacers are favored by three and a half points. Uh, LaMelo Ball is, is really his first playoff experience, so it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. Um, I'm interested to watch Sabonis in this game. To me, he's the biggest star out of every player that's going to be on the court tonight for uh, both the Pacers and the Hornets. He's been averaging 20 points on 62% shooting the last month. Dude could take over a ball game. So it's going to be... LaMelo Ball versus Sabonis, essentially, is what I'm going to be watching. I am watching. I'm actually going to go ahead and pick the Hornets to win this game because I'm, I got to give MJ credit. When they was putting this team together in the offseason, I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He brought Bismack Biombo back. Didn't understand that. Brought Gave Gordon Hayward that big deal. Didn't understand that. And then... You know, I was kind of right on the on the Biombo thing, and kind of right on the um the Gordon Hayward thing. Biombo's only had three double doubles this season. His best game was a uh, sixteen a sixteen and twelve game on um, New Year's Day, and then for Hayward, he hasn't played since April second. You know, he I was worried about him lasting the entire season because he's had up and down health. But before he went down, he was twenty and six. But the Hornets, they got one guy who I did not think was going to end up being as good as he is right now, and that's Terry Rozier. He's been balling out um, 20 points per game, 20.4 points per game, shooting 45% from the field and 38% from beyond the arc. They got um, the Devontae Graham. Miles Bridges has been stepping up all season long. He's like, you. He's been putting people on. He's had like four or five poster dunks this year that has just Big been dunks. like yeah. – like he can, if you do a top ten dunks this year, he's probably going to have three or four in the top ten. And they were like from the first couple of games of the season too. Like he started out so hot on that. Yeah. And then these past couple of weeks, he has some crazy ones as well. Um. And then of course you can't talk about the Hornets without talking about Lamelo Ball. Up. I don't know. He's. I don't think he's going to get rookie of the year. But he's in the conversation of one of the best rookies this year. Had he not and gotten injured, he had probably he not gotten got injured. It. He would have definitely would have gotten it. Yep. And he's just been playing lights out. So. The Pacers, 
And also, too, the Pacers have had some a little bit of turmoil behind the scenes with their with their whole coaching staff. I'm curious to see how that's going to play out in the offseason. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Hornets to win this game. I believe that they can go ahead and shock some shock some people and um get ready for that uh that next game because if they win this they're if they win this game then they'll meet the loser of the um of the seven versus eight game and the thing too that i've noticed with this team is i mean you talk about Lamelo ball had he not gotten injured they wouldn't even be in this playing game i would have had them at probably a five a six Maybe seed. A six yeah and 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 it's just this team they've been playing so well together consecutive nights with 25-plus assists. And you look at LaMelo Ball, a rookie coming in, leading this team. I mean, he brings the perfect amount of energy and leadership on the court that I'm with you, Corey. I got the Hornets taking this one. But the big issue is when you look at the number one and number two seeds in the East, these playing tournament doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> They're going to well, get their ass beat. The one game I think does matter is when we move to the Wizards-Celtics game. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's, that's tonight at 9 o'clock, and this is the stat that blew my mind. The Wizards were 17-32 and 32 going into April 5th, right? The rest of the month of wow. April, they went 12-2. and two. It's um, impressive. Sometimes it's about when you get hot. And also, there's this one guy over there that... A lot of you know what a lot of people been dumping on, and if he did not get his triple doubles, you can argue that the Wizards would not be in the playoffs. I'm talking about Russell Westbrook. He's had a fun. He's been, been playing phenomenal since April 1st. These are his numbers: 23 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists. Yeah, oh. since April 1st. Well, and if you want to break it down even further, just in the month of May, 26.3 points. 13.8 rebounds, 16 assists, 1.7 steals. Like, that's just in the month of May. I don't want to be playing Russell Westbrook right now if I'm in the playoffs. I mean, I know he's an inconsistent player from time to time, but from what I just said, with them being 12-2 and two in the month of April and those numbers in the month of May, Westbrook trying to tell the officials there should be a defensive three seconds, and now he draws the foul, and he's able to finish. Trey Young step back for three. Rebound for Westbrook. That's his fourth up ahead. Hachimura, and that's his sixth assist. It'll be rewarded if you run. A steal here by Hutchison. Long pass to Westbrook. Throws it up the alley-oop to Hachimura. They'll yeah, step back, try the three. In this game, they're minus two. Um, but I'm taking the Wizards just flat out. Like, I, I'd take money line straight Wizards on this game, too. Like, um, I just think they're going to win. Also, too, with the, um, with the with the Celtics, with the Kimball Walker situation, Jalen Brown. Yep. Jalen Brown's done. It's just, I, I don't know if they, I don't know if they will have enough. Um, Jason Tatum, he's been lights out um, in, the, in, the, in the two game, in the three games that they played um, the, the Wizards. You know, they're two on one against them. He's only had one bad shooting game, and that was when he went three for fourteen. I think it was the twenty six, the twenty six game this, of this season. He Tatum's went three been for so fourteen. So disappointing, man. Honestly, like yeah. from his rookie year, you thought, "Oh my God, this guy's the next." Like he's the next generation, and honestly, the past two years have been nothing but disappointment from Jason. T at least for me, the thing is, he's he can score. He just it's it's kind of it's weird. He's putting up the numbers. It's just like it does. It's not translating to winning basketball for them. Like they should even they should not be a seventh seed. Like this is just I, I, I don't I don't know what's something not clicking with them. You know, chemistry wise, Brad Stevens is a good coach, but it's just something right now that's not clicking with that unit. But I think if 
they had Jalen Brown and Kimba Walker, they would not be in this position they're in right now. Right. But Jason Tatum's got to step up. That's the part with all these teams we're talking about. They wouldn't be in the situation had they not had injuries. But they got injuries. Jalen Brown being out. Celtics taking the L. Yep, taking the L. And Russell Westbrook, you think he's going to get a triple-double tonight? Yep. You, you See, bet, this is, this, is this a prop is perfect. That you take? This is perfect for, actually, that's probably a really good one to take. I mean, with Russell Westbrook, this playing tournament is exactly what he needs because he could go off for one game, get that W, and move on. Yeah, this is like – this is his style of basketball because he can surprise you, sneak up on you, yep. dominate an entire game, get your whole team in foul trouble. Uh, listen, I love Russell Westbrook. You know I wanted him here for the Pistons this year. I like the way our team turned out this year and where we're going, but you put Russell Westbrook in the Pistons uniform, totally. LCA selling out every every night. See, but I'm, ha- night. I'm happy that didn't happen because we wouldn't have been able to discover a lot of these rookies. Yeah, no, listen, I, I agree. I like Killian Hayes. Uh, you know, I like Sadiq Bey. I love Isaiah Stewart. You know, I like the core that we're building. But damn, I love watching that guy. Like he, to me, he's a Detroit basketball player. He gives a hundred and ten percent, whether it's good or bad, a hundred and ten percent nonstop in every single game. And that's what I want out of every player that plays in Detroit. Because to me, that's when our teams have been the most successful as well. When we have those guys with the high motor, the work ethic, the energy, and the guys that just show up every night ready to go to work. Like the Pistons going to work. So who you got in this game? Oh, me? I got the Wizards all day. All day? All day. I don't think anybody got the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Vegas does. No. Celtics minus two. Sheesh. Yeah. I I don't get it, but. I, I, I get it off of the, the the hamstring injury with Beal. If Beal did not have the, the injured hamstring, I think that the Wizards would be favored to win this game because really it's just Jason Tatum right now by himself. But if, but so I, I I do understand. If that Bradley problem. could drop, I'd say fifteen fifteen to twenty points today, then it's over. They're getting the W. But with him not being up to hundred percent, that is definitely a scare. Oh yeah, no, they'll be fine. Adam, I, I can't wait for Adam to get up here and talk about some Russell Westbrook because I know even though he's in the chat right now talking shit about Russell yep. Westbrook, I guarantee on his bets he's taking the Wizards. Oh yeah. He knows. Yep. You know, Adam. You know. You can run your mouth all you want in the chats, but you know when it comes down to it, you're betting on Russ. And uh, we're betting on the people at Levels. And make sure you get a hold of them at Enjoy Levels on Instagram. Give them a follow right now. Uh, It's coming up. Centerline. We were out there yesterday, Joey. We were talking about them. Their big grand opening is going to happen. And then it's going to be delivery service all over Southeast Michigan. Like, this is going to be the best delivery service that you can imagine. Go to enjoylevels.com and check out just how nice this place is and how nice this delivery service is going to be. It's, it's not going to be shady like a bunch of the other dispensaries that are open up in Southeast Michigan. So make sure you check them out at enjoylevels on Instagram. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get into Joey's news. Let's go. Tigers pull it off yesterday as Casey Mize strikes out seven as the Tigers get the W against the Seattle Mariners 4-2-1. And all the talk has been about Casey. All the talk, Stick. Uh, Casey Mize has been amazing, man. Uh, Look at this. uh, I love this video. The angle right here, too. The last two games he has been. Yeah, that that is a very cool angle. Uh, the last two games, he's been lights out, and that's what we've been wanting to see. We got a little taste of it last year. This year, he needs to come into his own and you know keep rolling through the lineups, keep getting better and better and better. And it's crazy because what was it two weeks ago? We were talking. Is this team worse than the old yeah. three team? And since then, they've kicked it into another gear. Not championship gear, but it's like okay, now we're starting to see some promise out of these young guys. So it's a lot better situation than we were in even two weeks ago. Miggy going scoreless again. I don't like Ooh. seeing this. Hitless, I mean. Not even scoreless. Hitless. He had a walk. That he had a walk. Again. That helps your on-base percentage. Yeah. You know, good eye, Miggy. Good eye. And Garrett Cole has struck out 59 batters since his last walk on April 12th. That sets the new MLB record passing names like Corbin Burns, who had 58, and Kurt Schilling with 56. He was dealing, man. The Cole show going on. I would love to have that guy in a Tigers uniform, but eh, is that going to happen? NHL playoffs have begun. So we got the NBA playing tournament starting today. NHL kicked off in the Avalanche. Um, they're ahead to start the series with the Blues. One to nothing. And they tell the linesman on this right here. This is my favorite because no playoff hockey without some playoff fights. The captain... Of the avalanche. Look as he skates away from the linesman. We went to commercial break <laughs> get on my way. I'm whooping his ass. Shenstein telling that linesman, get out of here. If we, if we don't go now, we're going to go at some point anyway. So let's save the time. And they go at it. And what a scrap this is. Two guys that totally respect one another. Two hard players. And Gotta the love playoff hockey. In Colorado and a- Gotta love hockey fights just in general, yeah, man. Dude. But yeah, playoff hockey, you don't really see too many fights in playoff hockey uh-huh. because it's so detrimental to your team. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're out for five minutes, that, that hurts the squad. But yeah. sometimes you got to do what you got to do and just punch a dude in the face. Exactly. Dan Campbell said that he would love to have a pet lion <laughs> to follow him all around practice and said he would give up an arm for a Super Bowl. And we had the discussion earlier about what it would... What it would look like if we had to donate a body part, and that conversation was real fun earlier this morning. Yeah, you went with an arm. I'm giving up an arm. (laughs) Corey went with an ear. That's it. Let's just talk about ours. I went with a pinky toe. Yeah, except for the two or the three assholes in the back. (laughs) You said it, Fish. (laughs) And some talk surfaced the internet yesterday. Aaron Rodgers to Denver. They would have to give up three first-round picks. I do not want this in our division. First round pick in 2022, 23, and 24. 
a 2022 second round pick and three premier players in order to have a chance according to NFL executives and do you even think that's worth it for for Denver? Hell no. <laughs> that's giving up their entire future of draft capital for a 97-year-old quarterback. Who's Hell still playing no. at an elite level? But. Like I, I was hoping that trade would go down, but there, like, there's no way. Like, Denver's got to be the dumbest team on the planet if they give up that much a- for a- an AA Ron. Aaron Rodgers is going to be 38 in December. F no. How old Stafford? 30, like 32, 33, 33. Okay, 33. so yeah, I mean, like. At least he's got some more tread on the tires. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, uh, maybe he's got two, three more years in him. I mean, we start seeing Tom Brady be Tom Brady, and then everyone's like, oh, everybody will play into their 40s. It's like, no. Tom he's the Brady. exception to the rule. He's a, he's a robot. There are certain players um, like Tom Brady, LeBron, just guys that take care of their at, their their body differently than everybody else that they they're the exception to the rule everybody's not gonna they're anomalies everybody's not gonna play into their late 30s in basketball and, and at a high level or their late four or their early 40s mid 40s in football at a high level that's that's just not it's not it's not feasible right especially like a Stafford I mean the dude's been taking hits his entire career he ain't gonna last long like a even an Aaron Rodgers especially think, not think, Tom Brady I don't think Stafford plays 19 games <laughs> No, I mean, he hasn't played a full season in the past, what, two, three years at least. I know at least two, but I, I'm trying so, to think back to that third So year. his birthday's in February. Do you think Stafford plays over or under the age of 35? Under. Wow. Under. I, I think, think he I, rides out this last contract. Maybe he signs another, but, I mean, they're, they're balling in L.A. right now. They're, yeah. they're trying to retire. They, I think Stafford plays until 35, 36. Yeah, three more years, something like that. And you know your player is special when his calf is literally a football. Did you see this? Look at Najee Harris's calf. <laughs> it does look like a football. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's literally a football. Absolute beast, Najee Harris is. And an absolute good guy, too. Like, all the stories you were hearing about yeah. him coming into the draft, about you know how he, he drove nine hours to be a part of a team function. and Oh, wow. Yeah, just... He's he's a team player. Um, the Steelers don't have much on the offensive line, so it's going to be interesting to see what he does with that running back position. But, you know, not to bring up Dynasty Fantasy, he's the number one <laughs> overall pick if you're drafting. He's been lining up at wide receiver, two in the rookie minicamp, along with uh, Etney. Those have been two people that they've been talking about. Really? Yeah. They put Harris in wide Just receiver? Just like lining up as wide receiver, getting some practice out there. You're talking NTN, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, they've been doing that definitely in Jacksonville. I did not hear that about Najee Harris, though. Yeah. So thank you, Joey. Local news here. Some Mayor Duggan talk because he came out to announce the interim Detroit police chief that is going to be filling in for our boy, James Craig. His name is James White. James White. James out, James in. (laughs) And we got to give it up for our people over at Northwestern Tech because that's the school you got to get in. Ten and a half month hands-on HVAC program. If you're thinking about a new career, you got to check them out because it's just such a a life-changing career. Because you look at this pandemic. Once it hit, there was a lot of jobs that were affected. Heating and cooling. This is a job that is pandemic-proof. So learn about it right now. NorthwesternTech.edu, and you might find yourself in a new career. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial, and at Hall Financial, we treat our clients like family. And our number one priority is giving each of our clients five-star service. 
Our passion for five-star service, combined with our expertise, allows us to find the best possible solution for refinancing your home loan. We take the time to focus on both the individual and the numbers. We're gonna walk you through the process and close your loan in half the time of our competition. Go to davidhallmortgage.com today. It is the Morning Woodward Show live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Got to thank everybody for downloading our app, which is available right now at Google Play and Apple stores for you. It's absolutely free. And I want to start this thing. We're going to call it Top 10 Tuesdays. And every Tuesday, we're going to come up with a fun list of top 10 things to do with sports. Hmm. That's the thing is there's so many top 10 lists that we could get into that are so fun that this is a perfect weekly segment that we can start doing. Yeah. So do you guys want to do it? Which one are we doing today? You want to get into it? I figured the top 10 funniest names in sports history. Okay. Funniest names? Yeah. Does anything come off the top of your head? Like when you think funny names, do you have anybody? The guy mm. you always talk about, Alize Mack. Alize Mack. That that's See, a but that's pimp not name. funny. That's like cool. Like nah. Rocky Lombardi and those names are cool. That's a pimp name. Alize Mack. You got two choices: football player or pimp. That's it. <laughs> those are your only two options in life. Anybody else? I I can't even think of them. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be like some dick names or something like that. There is there is one dick is in the top dick? ten. Is yep, it Richard? Is, a dick. is it Richard that goes by Dick? Nope, it's just Dick. Okay. Jim Bob Cooter is not on this list, even though uh, Bob Cooter should be on this list. Yes. But let's let's start it off. Um, this one I I don't really know. Ricky Van Volswinkel, Volswinkel, Ricky, Ricky Van Volswinkel, <laughs> Volswinkel, Volswinkel. <laughs> am I am I saying the name? He's a Dutch soccer player. Fish, do you know who that is? I do not. You do not. Okay. So he's either an older player or he plays in a league where no one watches. He's a Dutch professional footballer who has played striker for the Swiss Super League. Club Basile? Okay, Basel. Okay. Basel? All right. See, I don't know shit about soccer. So um, Wolfswinkel. He's played top flight football in the Netherlands, Portugal, England, France, Spain, Switzerland, and has been capped twice by the Netherlands national team. So there you go, Fish. Okay. That's your boy, Ricky Van Volswinkel. So that is number 10 on the list. Number 9 on this list. I think this is a funny name, too. And when it came out, and especially with this guy changing his name to this, Meta World Peace. <laughs> the dude that went into the stands and beat the hell out of Jared from Subway is going <laughs> to change his name to World Peace. He's a peaceful man. He is not a peaceful man. Meta He's a violent man. World Peace. Because I love it. Because he couldn't face down the real man standing in front of him in Ben Wallace. He went mm, I love that. that. That will always go down as one of the best Detroit memories. Were yes. any of you guys at, at that game? Uh, no, my wife was. Oh. Tiffany, if, if you watch the replay, she was, she was at the game. You see, like, you see Ron Artest literally run by her. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like she was in the action. Imagine sitting like courtside right there where everything was unfolding. Right. Like Ron Artesari, Metal World Peace, Metal World jumps Peace. into the stand. He, he said he came out and said that. I get mad when you say Ron Artest. And I was like, really? Yeah. Well, That's your damn name. You I'm call him Ron. I'm going to call him Ron. Well, Joey? his name is now Meta <laughs> Sandiford Artest. Oh, Ooh. he switched it again. Yep. Sandiford? Yep. What's Sandiford? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Number eight on this list. Number eight. Harry Colon. <laughs> Harry Colon coming in at number My eight. That's scary. 
Yes, Harry Lee Colon, a professional American football defensive back for the National Football League. You guys remember Harry Colon in the Harry. NFL? When was he? I don't remember Harry Colon. Uh, he was drafted in the eighth round by the New England Patriots in 1991. In the eighth round? Yeah. Wow. Do you think they just drafted him because they wanted the commissioner to say his name? <laughs> and with the 197th pick in the 1991 NFL draft, the Patriots select Harry Colon. <laughs> Like, and what the hell are his parents thinking? Like, that's the thing. Like, they set this kid up. Yeah, my last name is Day, and there's certain words you can't put with Day. Like, like I could what? never have a girl, like, you know, name her Misty. I could never have a name her Sunny. You know, like, you could. See, like, that's cool. That's stupid as hell. But colon and then putting Harry in front of it, that's <laughs> offensive. That's just wrong to your child. <laughs> Tom Mesway is saying colon was a lion. So the lions used to have a Harry colon. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we don't anymore. We bleached it, but we're good. Oh, I uh, thought we fired it last year. We <laughs> Fire Harry Cohen. Excellent. Excellent. He's talking about Matt Patricia. Yep. <laughs> uh, number seven on this list, Fanny Chalmer. Fanny Chalmer. Fanny? Fanny's such like an old school, like 20s name. I feel like we don't hear that name anymore. That's that's spelled weird. Schmeller. 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 Yeah, she's a German former Alpine skier. And then let's move on to number six on this list. I love this name. I, if I was an announcer, I'd love saying it. Tim Spooniburger. <laughs> and that's a hell of a shot by Tim Spooniburger. He was you a former okay, Marlins pitcher. You don't even got to say Tim. You just, you just hit him with the Spooniburger. Spooniburger. I'm trying to figure out. This is going to sound really stupid. How the hell do you get a last name like that? Yeah, <laughs> How do you fit that on a jersey? That's what I'm trying to figure I'm more concerned out. how Colin got his last name. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like, oh, you know, my name's Smith. Oh, I my mean, family was you know, blacksmiths back in the day. That's why we're Smiths now. Or, you know, like, I know, um, you know, like I know one of my friends' names spelled the same. Like, they go Cologne. Cologne? Yeah. Bartolo so Cologne? Yeah, so that's how they spell Cologne. But Okay. Just <laughs> Spoonie Burger? Spoonie Burger. Yeah, that's, that one. Okay. That's a fun name. That's great. All right, here we go, fellas. I think we'll all appreciate this. I think we've all done it and probably will do it today. Number five on this list, Ron Tugnut. <laughs> and if anybody said that they were willing to give up their nuts for the Lions to win a Super Bowl, you could not be called Tugnut. And Tugnut with a hell of a save. <laughs> yeah, he was a goalie for the Canadians, um, uh, the, uh, the Nordiques, I believe, actually, a Canadian goalie. But he, he was on the Nordiques. The number four. I love this name. I, I used to laugh so hard when I was a kid hearing this name, too. Dick Trickle. That sounds like you need to go to <laughs> get that checked out. Yeah, yeah. If you got Dick Trickle, you may want to seek a doctor. <laughs> and Dick Trickle drives, sneaks right by. <laughs> right. Uh, he was obviously um, you know, a NASCAR driver. But, yeah, Dick Trickle, I remember being a kid just laughing my ass off. What for sponsorships that. could you get around Dick Trickle on his vehicle? Mm, definitely Viagra. Like, <laughs> you could get probably them. a penicillin sponsorship. Maybe some Kleenex or you know, like like a paper towel bounty yep. Yep. for your dick trickle. What's those? What's those balls? Depends. Wipes? Depends. What are we oh, doing depends here? Are great. Depends. What are those balls wipes? Dude wipes. Dude, dude wipes. wipes. Dude wipes. Got to be on Is that. that just guy. for your balls? I thought so. I mean, dude wipes. If it's eh, for a dude, think, what are you gonna wipe? I think it's for everything. Uh, number three on this list: Dick Sizzler. That dick is sizzling. Dick sizzler, baby. <laughs> we going sizzler. We going sizzler. That's just, again, another name set up for failure. <laughs> and you know the parents, like, 
thought about this stuff. They had to have thought about this stuff. Like the name had to have been pronounced like Sisler or something yeah. like that. I'm Just calling him to. Dick Sizzler. <laughs> Sorry, he's Dick Sizzler in my book. <laughs> um, number two on this list: Tokyo Sex Wall. Tokyo. That's sex- a hell of a name. So it's either Sex What's Wall he, he or do? Sex Whale. Um, he contributed to the 2010 World Cup. So, so soccer. soccer player. Yep, soccer. Fish, do you know about Tokyo Sex Whale? Sex wall? I do not. I will look him up. I just looked up uh, Ricky Van Winkleschnitzel or whatever his name was. <laughs> Ricky Van Winkleschnitzel? And uh, he's 33. He's 33? Yeah, so he's getting up there in age. Like, I, I want to back it up one more to who, Dick. Who am I looking up again? Tokyo Sex Wall or whatever? Tokyo Sex Whale or Sex Wall. How, however you it, pronounce it, that it, last well, part. Either right. way, it's hilarious. Right. What's, is, what's the worst name in the world, would you say, Dick? It's got to be. The worst name in the world? Yeah. Like, how do you go by the name? And what's funny is you start out as Richard. Right. At what point in your life do you say, like, I'm Joseph. I said, you know what? Let me go by Joey. At what point do you make that transition from Richard to Dick? I've never understood it. It's a a conscious decision. Yeah. Like, it's a life decision that you make. Yes. Like, yeah, just call me Dick. But honestly, I don't think it, like... Back in the 50s and the 60s, I don't think it had the same meaning that we, like, we're yeah, all Yeah, but like, a dick, dick has always existed in world, in life. But, but yeah, like, like, I can understand going from Richard to, like, Rick. Right. Or how do you go, or like, Richie. Richard to, or, yeah, Richie, but how do you go from Richard to Dick? Like, where? I don't know, man. Stubby clap, pro baseball, Dave Hubbard dropping some knowledge in the in the chats right now. And, yeah, if you're thinking of anybody else that we haven't mentioned, make sure you drop it on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, <laughs> and Twitter. What you got, Fish? So... He's either a soccer player, and that thing is correct, which that means there's two Tokyo sex whales then. There's two Tokyo well, sex whales. Well, the one I found is a South African businessman and a politician. Yep, same dude. Oh, okay, so same guy. Yep, but he contributed to the 2010 World Cup. Ah, yeah, from what Africa. I was reading, like okay. he was in jail with Nelson Mandela, too. Yeah, so. that's what I was reading, yeah. yeah. So I guess Tokyo is his nickname because his actual name is Mozama Gabriel, and then in parentheses, Tokyo sex whale. Tokyo Sex Whale. So is that his, uh, his last name is Sex Whale, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you got to earn that nickname. Uh, I don't know how he earned it, but you, you do the math. All right. You guys want number one on this list? Haha, Clinton Dix is a good one. Uh, John Walkenfuss. <laughs> All right. Number one on this list. You guys want it? None other than the... Uh, I'm trying to find. Well, I don't have my drum roll, so we'll just we'll just say. Uh, here, we'll we'll play the NFL draft. Time. <laughs> Thank you, Fish. Number one on the list: Gaylord Silly. Gaylord Silly. Gaylord Silly. He's a long distance runner. Gaylord Silly. How was your last name Silly? And then why do your if your last name is Silly? Why do your parents give you the first name Gaylord? They got to double up. I mean, anything you put with silly is going to be weird anyways. But, yeah, doubling it up, with, doubling down with Gaylord definitely changes the game. What, what? Bill Silly. <laughs> like, every, everything you put with silly doesn't work. I just Corey Silly. How, how do you get these last – some of these last names, how do you get these? I don't, I, I, I don't what, about, what about former Michigan tight end, Jake Butt? Jake Butt's a good one. Imagine going by Harry. Harry Butt. Harry Butt. Like <laughs> – and Harry, that, his brother Harry Balzania. That day, that last name you cannot play, mess with. How, yeah. Hold on. How did it, how did Davion Clowney not make this list? Oh, that's a good name. That is a good name. Can you imagine getting rear-ended by Dick Trickle? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, one that funky lion's man on YouTube. Thank you for that comment. That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, so those are the top 10 silly names in sports history. Uh, obviously, you guys have listed some other great ones. Haha, ha, Clinton Dix. I'll never forget this. When I heard that name and they were talking about it on the radio and they were talking about it on TV, I thought they were literally like prefacing Clinton Dix with a haha. Like, ah, ha, 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 yeah. Clinton Dix. Like, you know, joking about his last name. But no, his real name is Haha ha, Clinton Dix. What so. about the Japanese volleyball player Yoshi Takes Shitta? What? How do you spell it? Take shit. Hey, uh, no way. Yeah, Takshita. <laughs> I'm assuming Joey is pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, I 100. percent I'm sure it's wrong, but you gotta take that shit. <laughs> well, those are the top 10 funny oh, names Lord. in sports, and every Tuesday we're gonna come up with a different top 10 list. And Joey, tell them a little bit about Sun RV. You know, I love Sun RV because we are only a couple weeks away, and with this weather warming up. It's getting me even more excited to hit the road off to Petoskey, Michigan to stay at one of the 160 beautiful resorts across U.S. and Canada. So if you're thinking about getting your camping going, maybe you're an RVer yourself, you got to check out sunrvresorts.com. I would look through this website looking at all these different things, and I'm like, I used to be the guy that wanted to just go to Vegas, go to Miami. Now I want to be the guy that goes and just picks one of these random Sun RV resorts and just goes checks them out. So check it out for yourself right now, sunrvresorts.com. We are here, downtown Fenton, my favorite Bridge Street Exchange. That's right, and uh, you want to switch up your wardrobe this summer? It's this easy. You ready, Joey? I'm ready. All right, you ready? I like it. You want to do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. All right. Ooh, Brixton. Nice. One more time? Yes. Ooh, I like the hat on this one, too. You ready to do it one more time, Joey? I'm getting tired. One last one. All right, let's change it. <laughs> Bro, where's your shirt? You need new clothes this summer. Bridge Street Exchange in Fenton. That's where you need to go. Thank you, guys. Welcome back. It is the Morning Woodward Show live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. My name is Stick. Joey is up here. And it is that time of the day when Adam comes up here to give his bets. And Adam, I saw you going ham in the chat. Yep. Wizards versus Celtics tonight. Yes, sir. Is that one of the games you're betting on? Of course it is. And are you taking Russell Westbrook? I'm not taking Russell Westbrook. You can't bet individual players to are win the basketball Are you taking the Wizards? Game. I am taking the Wizards to win it. So you're taking Russell Westbrook? No, I'm not. Yes, you Who are. Who leads that team? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I hope you're joking. If you think Russell Westbrook leads that team. I hope you're joking if you think he doesn't. Missed the triple-double. I I, I was expecting him to say Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal? You think Beal is not even 100%? Mr. 44th in PER this season, and his PER has gone significantly down over the last five years, ever since his MVP season. You're talking about the guy that makes no impact. He comes to a a shitty team that finished ninth last year in the East, turns them into an eighth seed. Oh, my God, Russell Westbrook, please come to Detroit and save us. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Not save us. Oh, my God. First off, ain't nobody say come here to save us. We said come here to fill the stands. Come here to teach us how not to play basketball. Come teach us how to shoot 65% from the free throw line. Come teach us how to steal rebounds from our centers instead of being out in transition trying to fucking yeah, score. Come, come, come here teach in us May how to shoot under 26 30%. points, 13 rebounds, 16 assists, and 1.7 steals. A 14-game stretch. 45% shooting field goals. A 14-game stretch. 14-game stretch. And just so you know, he's actually only averaging 22 points for the regular season. So I'm talking this, May. I'm talking what have you done for me lately. All right. It's okay. about being Stay hot, DC, going Westbrook. into the playoffs. You think They're, I really okay. care what he did in November? Okay. No, I don't. They win the play-in game. They're going to get swept by Brooklyn because he does Everybody's not make an impact. Get and everyone, no, no, no. I promise you, Boston would at least take one Boston's game, two games. Trash and they're hurt. I'd rather take Boston without Jason, not Jason, uh, Jalen Brown, to take a game from Brooklyn than the fucking Wizards. Well, Come listen. On. Both of these Come playing games Come don't on, mean guys. shit because the 76ers and the Nets are going to give them that ass whooping. But <sighs> on this subject. Russell Westbrook performing tonight. Yep. So let's get into your yeah, bets. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to perform. It's just you not think gonna he's going to have a triple-double tonight? Would uh, you take that prop? I wonder what the betting line is for that. Yeah, yeah. That's It's a not good a bad one. bet. I'm sure it's like a heavy favor, though. You know, because when you have teammates who just let you get the rebounds, it's very easy to get Yeah, you know what? We're talking about a guy Having being a that, heavy favorite to have yeah, a triple-double, yeah. but he's not a good basketball player. I didn't say he's not they're, a good basketball player. I can score 10 touchdowns. Does that mean I'm the best football player? No. Oh, I couldn't hear you. What, Fish? I can score 10 touchdowns, and my team loses by 50. Does that mean I'm a great player? Sure, but that doesn't help the team. No, no, no. If you're putting up 10 touchdowns, Fish, that means you're a boss. And then you're losing by 50, man. Yeah, you're losing by 50. That team put up 120 points. No, it's anything. No, Russell Westbrook is just not a difference maker. He doesn't make his team better. It's just that simple. We'll you, can, you can refute that all you want. It's just the truth. Having said that, let's get into bets. Uh, we'll start with basketball or or hockey. Which one do we want to start with? We'll start let's with... do hockey on this show. We can talk hockey on this show. God damn it, Fish. Damn it, Fish. Watch your mouth, son. All right, anyways, last, <laughs> night, last night we went two and two. One of the games I totally botched on. I couldn't even bet it, so uh, we're going to avoid that. So two and two last night. Not the best night. Casey Mize dealt last night, yeah, so that did. was uh, that was a bad bet to go against Casey Mize. I probably should have thought twice about that. Having said it, we got playoff hockey tonight. I'll take the goals over five and a half at an underdog line versus with the Islanders versus the Penguins. I'll take the Calgary Flames on the money line. It's a pretty pretty decent line. Uh, I kind of like it. Minus one thirty five. I think they're a much better team than the Canucks. Um, I think a gentleman's sweep, maybe four two at the most, is what the Canucks will get. So I think Calgary comes out wins the game pretty easily. And then, of course, your favorite game of the night, the Wizards versus the Celtics. I will definitely take the Wizards. Uh, Boston coming in yeah, limping. Yeah, you will. You know Wizards why? Russell hot, Westbrook. That's two, why you're taking them. 12-2 and two in, in the month of May. They're, they are a hot team. Having said that, uh, I think they win tonight. An A game, Russell Westbrook can win you a game, can't yes, win you can. a series, yes, can't can. win you goddamn shit. Having said that, I mean, what do you want me to say? That's all I can tell you, buddy. <laughs> 
truth we'll hurts. see tonight. We'll truth see hurts. tonight. No, I'm I telling mean, you tonight. That's the best part about sports. He can win you a game. He can't win you a series. And in basketball, it's a series, not a game. Well, a series is made up of games. Yeah, he can win you a game. Doesn't this mean he's going to win you a series. Seriously, is the best thing for him. He's going to yeah. shine. Yeah, he's going to shine. You guys are going to lick off. his balls. You guys are going to lick his balls. You're going to make him. Oh my God, he's the best player I've ever seen. Oh my God, and then he's going to get swept. Well, it's not his fault. You're licking Bradley you guys, Beal's balls. No, I'm the not. Dude's you not guys even clearly 100%. don't even watch the Wizards if you understood how they freaking operate. Like, holy shit. Yes, they've played really well down the stretch, but just please, please save the bullshit. The guy has the 44th. PER. You know who has almost the same PER as this guy? Lamelo Ball, a rookie, a rookie. Who's also Russell Westbrook hasn't had this bad of a PER since his rookie year. Yet here they are in the playoffs, and he's breaking records. Yep, Yep, with a losing record in the East. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. All right, next game, the Hornets. I'm going to take the Hornets to win. Uh, I liked. I really liked the Pacers all season, but I didn't like some of the moves they made at the trade deadline. I think the Hornets are the hotter team coming in. I think they're. More capable of winning this game. Having said that, Lamella Ball is a baller. Uh, Terry Rozier He's got a horrible up. PER, though. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Having said <laughs> so that. He doesn't even know what PER is. Yeah. It's like player anyway. efficiency, something like that. Hey, right, player efficiency, right? right, right, right. I mean, shit. Right. What does player efficiency mean? Nothing. It's just it, some it analytics nothing. that yeah. Adam likes it to means use. absolutely some nothing. some dude that's yeah. hoping he keeps his yeah. job, that his job is nope. to keep the PER. It's PERs. for people who don't actually watch games yeah. so they can yeah. reference stupid mm-hmm. stats. Russ Westbrook averaged <laughs> like a 30.2 PER, his MVP year, where he was actually making a difference. Why do you know his PER? What does that add value to? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Anyways, the Hornets are going to win tonight. Take that bet, and you get them at underdog. Price and then Seattle to beat the Tigers. Casey Mize not on the mound, so we are definitely confident that the Tigers will lose. Uh, Seattle going to bounce back, take them on the money line, parlay them, bet them individually. You guys know what to do. You also get a free account when you use the code Woodward10 on my bookie. Don't forget to sign up and do that. Fish, what do you got? Can I ask why the one hockey game you chose is not a playoff game? You didn't know that, did you? Wait, what? The one hockey game he chose is not a playoff game. It's a regular season game because the Canucks had the COVID, so they're trying to no finish shit. up the Canucks, the Canucks season. Fish That's dropping the, knowledge. Fish, that is amazing. the dumbest thing I've ever heard, first off. Like, so the season's still going on, but the playoffs are going on? No, so the Canucks had whatever it was, 45 games played or whatever it is. They got like five or six left because they had COVID. So they're going to wrap the season up, and the Canucks have to play – all the games, and they're playing the Canadian teams. Well, how many more games do they have? Uh, just a few. I know they're playing today at 4 o'clock. Boisian's excited. He's having some people over, and then they're playing tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. We got to get DMAC on to talk about this. So they're playing them during the day so that the playoff games get their own That makes no sense thing. to me. But I just want to know why you picked a non-playoff game. Yeah, that game. makes no sense to me. Well, I, I picked it because I like the line on my bookie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> cool. It's all about the lines. Yeah, about you don't got to know the game. You just well, no, know I like how you picked afternoon hockey. I'm a fan of that, too. I like afternoon sports in general. After we got spoiled this NFL season, yeah. like that 3 o'clock, three o'clock NFL game. game, oh, that was the best. It's Absolute just those best. late night games that suck. Yeah. Well, for us, because we do mornings. Yeah. All right, Adam, run down your bets one more time real quick here. Yeah, we got two hockey games. Uh, we'll take Calgary on the money line, and we'll take the over goals between the Islanders and the Penguins. We'll take the Wizards and Hornets to win in their playing games tonight. And we'll take Seattle to beat the Tigers tonight at 10 o'clock. Enjoy that. Bet them individually. You guys know what to do. Having said that, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, enjoyed my bets today. I do enjoy before, your bets. Before he goes, they're playing today and tomorrow, and then that'll be the end of the regular season. Officially. That makes no sense. That is to the me. dumbest thing ever. That really makes no sense to me. 
Well, they, they talked about if the Canucks were in playoff position, well, yeah, which they're know, not. They talked about just canning them because it didn't matter. But I guess the NHL decided to play them probably to prove that, hey, we can play during COVID. Yeah. So they did that. NHL's weird. That's weird. Well, look, now we can say they finished the season. People can't say, well, you really didn't because the Canucks only played 46. I get that, well, but they they're finishing it. the season during the playoffs. The playoffs that, does, yeah. that makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. We have, like, we it, have series in yeah. the playoffs that are mm-hmm. already tied 1-1. Yep. <laughs> Why are we still playing regular season games? <laughs> That is strange. Yeah, hockey, that is, that's a strange thing about hockey. But, Adam, thank you for coming yep. on with your bets. And as always, if you want to follow through on Adam's bets, make sure you go to mybookie.com. Enter promo code WOODWARD10. If you want to do that, it's WOODWARD10, and we'll give you a free $10 account so you can bet on whatever game tonight. Uh, I'm saying bet on Russell Westbrook to get that triple-double and for the Wizards to win. Adam agrees that the Wizards are going to win. Mm-hmm. Not sure about the triple-double. Uh, it depends on the line. And he also yeah. agrees Russell Westbrook is the greatest point guard to ever touch a basketball. So thank you, I'm Adam, so for coming for on stage I'm so and sad for you me. that you think that. I'm really sad. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that. I'm just trolling yeah. you, you yeah, yeah, sensitive yeah. little man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So thank you guys uh, for coming in on Adam's Bets. <laughs> I love when you come in and talk Russell Westbrook with me. Yeah, I love uh, when you're wrong. Yeah. Can, we, can, we, can, we, can we swap out Adam for our special guest coming up next? Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah, we got to. <laughs> coming up next, Omari Sankofa of the Detroit Free Press. I probably said his last name wrong, but he's a legend. And <laughs> we'll talk to him next on the oh. Woodward Sports Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm looking to bring out another HVAC tech right now. We are recruiting five to 10 techs a month. We're looking to grow and expand. Every new tech we hire is from Northwestern Tech. The hands-on training is fantastic. They're always my first call. We love hiring Northwestern Tech grads. They come out trained and ready to work. Our program is only 10 and a half months and our next classes are starting soon. So why wait? I'm looking to hire. I'm looking to hire. Hire a graduate of Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show, live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Thank you guys for being a part of the conversation, dropping it in the chats, um, and just letting us know your opinions and, you know, coming at me. I I, I see you talking about me. I see you talking (laughs) about me in the chats. I see you talking about Adam. Just know Adam and I love each other, even though sometimes he's dead wrong. Um, Corey, you set up an interview for us today, so I'll let you do the honors. Hey, man, he came into Detroit, and I... As soon as he came in, I've been loving all of his work. He's been covering the Pistons. You know, everything you need to know for Pistons, he's one of the top guys right now to to follow on um, social media. He's the Pistons beat writer for the Detroit Free Press, none other than Omari Sankofa. Yeah, what's up, Omari? Omari. Hey, I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on this morning. 
<laughs> Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. So obviously the piston season has wrapped up. Uh, we're all starting to look forward to the lottery, but let's look back before we look forward. Um, the overall vibe of the building and the overall, I guess, mission that Troy Weaver had this year. Do do they feel that they've reached what they wanted to or accomplished what they wanted to in year one? I think for the most part they did. Um, I think you look at, you know, just how active they were last offseason, uh, you know, bringing in, uh, you know, an entirely new team for the most part, except for uh, Tseku Dumbuya. He was the only person to return from the 2019-20 uh, roster. Um, all four uh, 2020 draft picks, I think, had pretty good seasons. Uh, you look at Killian Hayes, of course, he was um, out for most of the season, but, uh, you know, for a guy who played, I think, 26 games, uh, really came back in April and I think showed a lot more of what he can do. Uh, of course, Isaiah Stewart and Sadiq Bey uh, are probably pretty good options to make the uh, first or second uh, rookie all team. Uh, you look kind of across the league, uh, different people in media who have posted their uh, rookie teams, and usually one or both are on there. So uh, that'll be the first time uh, the Pistons have had two guys make that since. I would have to go back and, and check, but it's been a long time since they've had a rookie class that uh, reached that that level and had two guys on that team. And you could even look and you know and look at Saban Lee, uh, who was in the uh, second round and came in, I think started seven games, uh, showed a lot for a guy who wasn't on too many draft boards. Uh, just up and down the roster, I mean, Jeremy Grant, um, Frank Jackson, uh, you know, Josh Jackson had a good season. Uh, overall, I think if you just if you're a GM and you wanted the season to be a developmental year, uh, I think guys showed a lot and that's given the front office some confidence that they're on the right track to turn this thing around. Now, on the first half of the season, I was kind of worried about him like, okay, what are you doing, Casey, with these lineups? They're looking kind of weird. But over the sec after the All-Star break, they after they got rid of uh, Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose, we really start to see Casey put his imprint on this young roster. What are your thoughts on him returning next year to coach this group? Well, returning to coach this group through the 2023-2024 uh, with the extension. Yeah, I think Dwayne Case is a guy that always had a reputation as being a good developer of talent. Uh, I think we saw that a lot this year, uh, not just, you know, with the uh, rookies who I mentioned, but, uh, you know, also guys like like Frank Jackson. Uh, you know, he was drafted in 2017. That's his first year. Uh, but, you know, he's a year three guy. Uh, had some big performances in the past, but hadn't really uh, sort of found his, his role in the NBA and uh, what makes him stand out. And then he comes in this season and he shoots 40% from three, uh, becomes a, a night-in, night-out rotation player after about March. Uh, you know, they identified that he wasn't quite a point guard and they played him more off guard. And uh, he seemed to flourish doing that, not having to make decisions for other people, but just for himself. Uh, you know, he's a really sort of aggressive off-the-bench offensive player. Uh, we've just seen a lot of examples like that this season. Uh, you know, guys who uh, you know previously didn't really have a defined role uh, coming in this season and, and really just kind of finding that momentum. Uh, you know, Dwayne, he's always had a reputation going back to, you know, Toronto for being a guy who can, you know, kind of build young players up and get them uh, to where they need to go. And for a team that just has so many young guys, I mean, a high percentage of this roster is younger than, than 23. Uh, yeah, I think as the season went on, you could really see how, you know, Casey got him to buy in despite the record. Uh, you know, they gave him the defined roles and really got him playing hard. And, you know, for a team that's, that's this young, that's really what you want to see once you're close to kind of rally the, the troops and 
that's exactly what he did. One of the names too earlier in the season that called for a lot of people wanting Casey to get fired was Seku because people were questioning his reasoning as to why he wasn't given in the playing time that we all wanted him to get. What was your insider look as far as Seku and is it something with his development? What was it that, that really held him back and the reason why Casey kept him off the court so much? Yeah, I think the thing about Seku Dumbuya is that uh, when he was drafted 15th overall in 2019, uh, he was drafted as a, a project. You know, he was a guy that hadn't played basketball for a very long time. And the Pistons, you know, took him with the expectation that it would be a longer path to him, uh, you know, becoming a productive NBA player. Um, I think last season uh, kind of changed the plan a little bit. He changed. He was in the Grand Rapids drive uh, during the first half of the season. And then just, you know, they just had so many injuries last year that, you know, eventually they just had to call Seku up because they just needed bodies. Uh, but had that season going according to plan, uh, I think we would have saw Seku Dumbuya in the G League for the in- entire season. Oh, uh, wow. you know, like he was caught up and he did have some good performances. Uh, but overall, you look at his numbers and his performance and, uh, you know, I would say he was more down than up as a rookie, uh, which the Pistons expected. You know, they didn't draft him with the expectation that he would come in and, uh, you know, immediately play every night. Uh, you know, so I think this season, you know, they still followed the original plan. Uh, you know, it's like we have a team of young guys, but, you know, you still have Blake Griffin at power forward. You still have Jeremy Grant at power forward. Uh, then as the season went on, you know, you eventually had uh, Sadiq Bey at power forward. And Sekou, uh, he really had some strong games toward the end. But um, I think really up until that last month of the season, uh, you know, Sekou kind of uh, struggled. Uh, you know, and he um, just didn't always, you know, bring it every single night. Um, which I think, again, uh, you know, he's a, a project, you know, they knew that, you know, they expected that uh, he's a guy who's still only 20 years old, uh, just finished his second year in the NBA. Uh, you know, the Pistons believe strongly in their G League system and their player development. You know, they don't see it as a, uh, a flaw or uh, not going according to plan when a guy goes down to, to the G League. And uh, next season, I still wouldn't be surprised if Seku spends time with the G League. You know, just because he still has, you know, some skill development to get down. But the Pistons are patient with him. There's no rush. Uh, you know, I know fans kind of take that as, well, if he's not playing, you know, that means that something's wrong. But, um, you know, this is what the NBA is now. You know, you have the, the G League self developed talent. Uh, you know, of course, baseball, you know, you send guys down to the minor leagues and it's expected that, you know, rookies will spend time down there. Uh, so pretty much the same thing here. You know, Toronto comes from or Dwayne Casey comes from Toronto and their G league team year in and year out has been one of the best in the NBA and uh, Pistons bringing in the Butter city crews. They want the same thing, uh, you know, here. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Sekou still ends up spending some time with the G league next year. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to rush Sekou, but we're going into year three now. And if we don't start seeing something out this guy, we saw, you know, like a couple flashes near the end of the season, but if we don't start seeing it, I mean, I don't know at what point do the Pistons just kind of move on and you know go with the new plan with the new guys that they have in and that's not a question for you to answer and I'm not posing that question for you right now but that's just me thinking out loud with Seku but let's move on to the more important thing the draft lottery which has not been kind to the Pistons in the past except for that Otis Thorpe trade that netted us Darko Milicic uh, several years ago um how is the vibe in the building? Are they confident that they're going to stay in the top three? Or is it just, hey, it's a lottery. You know, we're going to get where we get. 
I mean, you know, pr- pretty much the latter. Uh, you know, it's a lottery, and especially with the new draft odds that they introduced in 2019, you know, it's even harder for the worst teams in the NBA to stay, uh, you know, top three or top four. Uh, Pistons have the second best odds, so they could still fall as low as six. And I oh. think just have over 52% chance of uh, staying in the top four. So, uh, you know, like it kind of just is what it is. You know, of course, they would like a high pick. Uh, the Pistons as an organization have never moved up with their own pick. So, uh, right. obviously, they would like to snap that, that streak that the fifth best odds last year and fell down to seven. Uh, in this draft, especially when you have four guys who are, you know, a tier above the rest, and then one guy in Cade who's a tier above everybody, um, you know, getting one of those four guys would accelerate this, this rebuild. You know, I think the Pistons are aware of that. You know, I think they would like to place as high as possible. But, you know, it's a lottery, and you can only do so much to, you know, secure those those odds. You know, even Houston, who's the worst team, can fall all the way down to five. So, uh, you know, if all they can do is, you know, maybe maybe bring a lucky charm if they have one and uh, <laughs> just hope for the, for the best. But they, they do need a top four pick. Uh, you know, this is an organization that's been in the lottery a lot since 2009. And they just haven't had that luck. They haven't been able to, even the picks they have had, you know, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, they haven't been able to hit them. So uh, they had a pretty good draft last year. And regardless of where they, they, they pick, you know, I think Trey Weaver gets the benefit of the doubt, but they do need a top for pick this year. You know, I don't think you can really spin that any other way. Now, Stick was talking about the, the draft lottery. I'm looking at this free agency, and I read an article that you uh, posted the other day about what the things to look out for in the summer. And I'm looking at some of the potential targets that you mentioned. You mentioned um, they needed to ask some shooting, so they'll be probably looking at Kent Bazemore or Solomon Hill. But one thing that stuck out to me was the Wayne Ellington. I'm bringing him back. What are you? Um, what what are you hearing about potentially Wayne Ellington coming back, and why? Well, the Pistons like Wayne Ellington. Uh, Wayne, when he first joined the Pistons, I think back in, I think that was the telling of the 2019 season. Uh, you know, he came in and he played really well. Uh, they were in the playoff push and he was able to slide in and, uh, you know, just provide that shooting and veteran leadership. Uh, and I think he has a really good relationship with Dwayne Casey. Uh, of course, he came back, you know, again last fall. And uh, you just look at his numbers this season. This was one of the best seasons of his career, uh, just from a shooting standpoint. And, um, you know, again, you have a young team and, you know, he comes in as a veteran leader. Uh, you know, he just kind of keeps everybody, uh, you know, together. Um, you know, so I think the Pistons, like with the guy from Wayne Ellington this year, uh, Trey Weaver's a guy who said he's always going to have veterans in the locker room because he just believes that that's how you, you build a team. Uh, you know, you just need some, you know, guys in there who have been through it and can help provide that guidance. And, you know, and they would like to bring Wayne back, I think, you know, for the, for the right price if that's what Wayne wants. Um, you know, you, just, you look at the market, you know, it's just hard to get guys like Wayne who can shoot as well as Wayne, and they need shooting. So if you have a guy who's already on the roster, uh, you know, seems to enjoy being here, uh, you already know what you're getting. You know, I think it just makes sense to kind of value that um, a little bit more. So, uh, you know, that, that doesn't mean, you know, it's guaranteed that he'll, he'll, he'll be back uh, in the fall. He has to make a decision for himself. But, you know, I know the Pistons certainly are interested in leaving that door open. Now, this question I'm about to ask you is more so something I'm seeing in the fan groups on the Facebooks and whatnot. Jeremy Grant. On the Facebook. I, yeah, on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, Jeremy cool. Grant, he's, Pistons got a steal on him for, for the price they got him at and the production he's pl- had this year, talking, put a, playing himself into most improved player conversation. Some of the fan groups I'm looking at, they're talking about maybe the Pistons need to try to 
package him in the offseason to try to get a superstar. Are you hearing anything about the Pistons possibly moving on from Grant, or are they really sold on him being here for this entire restoring of the franchise? I've never said a guy won't get traded, you know, just because it's Troy Weaver and, uh, you know, if the right deal comes along, then, you know, I expect them to do what's best for the team. But uh, they didn't sign Jeremy Grant to trade Jeremy Grant. You know, they they signed Jeremy Grant, you know, to be here on the next Pistons team that makes the, the playoffs. And Jeremy Grant joined the Pistons uh, with the expectation that, you know, the Pistons would compete and he would be here, uh, you know, the next time that they're competitive. Uh, so I wouldn't expect Jeremy Grant to get traded. You know, I don't think the Pistons are, uh, you know, actively shopping him, looking for the best deal. Uh, you know, Trey Weaver said it yesterday. He doesn't like winning 20 games. You know, he's not planning on winning 20 games the entire time he's here. Uh, you know, they got their developmental season out the way. And starting next season, they really want to try to make the playoffs. Uh, you know, wow. so you don't do that by, you know, trading Jeremy Grant. Uh, you know, you have a guy who's on a, like, like Corey said, you know, he's making $20 million a year uh, through the next two seasons. Uh, you know, just had the best year of his career. Got some all-star attention. Uh, you know, should place top three and most improved. Uh, although I guess we'll see how that goes down. Uh, but you look at the history of the Pistons and, and free agency. And, you know, I think when it's all said and done, Jeremy Grant will could be considered one of the best free agency signings in franchise history, you know, simply because the Pistons, you know, like most mid-market teams, don't go out in free agency and sign all-stars. Uh, you know, that just doesn't really happen unless you're like a, an L.A., Boston, Miami, uh, you know, that, that type of tier. So, uh, I would be surprised if they move Jeremy Grant. I mean, again, like, you know, you can't ever say for, for certain, but it would really have to be a good deal uh, for uh, Jeremy Grant to leave Detroit because they see him as part of the core and, you know, they didn't sign him just to trade him for the best package. And I, I kind of like our core four going into yeah. next year. I mean, we're missing out on a shooting guard. That's really, to me, the weakness that I see on the Pistons lineup. You know, you got Killian, you got Jeremy Grant, you got Sadiq Bay. So those three are pretty much locked in to be your starters yeah. next year. Isaiah Stewart, he, he could be a starter yeah. next year. So that's why I said four. Yeah. And uh, now all we got to do is fill that number two slot with one of these top four picks. And uh, I think we got a nice young cluster of guys there that we could actually build around and have an exciting game production on the court too yeah so yeah i mean things are looking up for the pistons and hopefully that draft lottery doesn't bite us in the ass like it does every single year um but but we could do it man getting that top four like you said i would love to get that cade pick that i think cade would totally transform uh the pistons and this rebuild it would expedite it super fast so yeah lots to look forward to for the pistons and you know you're you, you came in at a good time to start writing about them and uh, being a part of the franchise. And, you know, it's got to be cool to have these young guys because we know, like, the marketing uh, the marketing that the Pistons are doing now is, you know, it's young, it's relevant, <laughs> you know, it makes sense for the city. Troy Weaver has made so many savvy moves with the draft, Casey. So, I mean, I think we're building a great thing here, and it's got to be fun to be a part of it. No, I mean, for sure. I mean, you know, just as, uh, you know, somebody who was born and raised in Detroit, uh, you know, grew up watching the Pistons, you know, I've always just been kind of, you know, keyed into what they've been doing. And, uh, you know, what's happening now, I think, is something that, you know, fans wanted for a long time. You know, we've been in the lottery for so long. You know, we've made big swings for trades for guys that just didn't work out. Uh, you know, like obviously Blake Griffith a few years ago. You know, I know a lot of people were excited about that. A lot of people were like, this is going to fail. <laughs> you know, because this, <laughs> like I just I just don't see the upside here, and, and and they were right. You know, it didn't work out. You know, before a franchise hasn't won a playoff game since 
2008. You know, that's just a very long drop. And even Dwayne Casey has said that they needed a full rebuild. You know, and he's the guy that, you know, coached last time they, they, they made the, the playoffs. So, uh, so far, so good. You know, it looks like they made the right decision so far, and we'll just see where it goes. But, uh, you know, just from my perspective, uh, you know, I think anytime you come in and uh, you immediately get a new front office, a whole new core, uh, you know, it's just exciting as a reporter because there's a lot of activity, uh, probably an unexpected activity. You know, I can't say when I <laughs> when I, I first came in last last April, I thought all this would go down. But uh, no, I mean, you know, I think it was a fun first season and, and we'll see where it goes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Morning Woodward Show. We appreciate your time and appreciate all the insight that you're able to give us. And the articles that you write are great, man. So keep doing it. Keep pumping them out. It's great to have a Detroit boy covering the Detroit teams. Hey, no, I'm happy to be here, and, and thanks for having me this morning. Appreciate the support. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so, yes, yeah, make sure you read everything that is out in the Detroit Free Press, and thank you for coming on this morning. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little Super Bowl halftime, and I know we're Ooh. way early on that, but somebody oh, threw their right? hat in the rink, and I think we got to talk about it. But first, let me tell you about my friends at Hall Financial. If your interest rate is over 3% on your mortgage, let's take care of that. Let's save you some money. Let's get you where you need to be with Hall Financial. You can call them right now or go to David Hall mortgage.com let them know woodward sports set you and they'll give you a free five minute evaluation on your home loan and they'll let you know how much money they can save you so lower payments better options more personal attention make sure you call in hall financial say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So what's up? My name is Sean Belegian. Glad to be a part of Belegian and Bell every day at 11. I'm the guy that gets pissed off at all the stupid sports fans out there. What up, though? I'm Drake Bell here on the Belegian and Bell Show here at Wilbur Sports Network. Tap in to the energetic Sean and the calm, smooth Drake Bell. Welcome back. It is the Morning Woodward Show live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Um, it's been a fun morning this morning, man. This show's flying by today. Hopefully you guys Ooh, are feeling really? this. Yeah, it's already not. looking like, whoa. It's, I'm telling you, it is the sun outside. Yeah. This sun just puts us all in a good mood. Time's flying by. We got playoff basketball. We got hockey playoffs going on it's just all good times right now yeah love and the it. weekend's coming up in four days and the yep and the weekend is coming up in four days good job <laughs> fish as soon as the weekend ends fish's countdown begins like sunday <laughs> night at tw- at eleven fifty nine, fish starts counting down towards the weekend all Don't right, you six fish? days of the weekend I, yeah I, I just try to think of good stuff coming over the weekend thank goodness we have all these finals coming up so i just keep looking forward to exciting things 
So if you watched the Super Bowl this year, uh, you saw the weekend do his halftime performance, and it was to mixed reviews. Some people thought it was great. Some Four more days till the weekend, by the way. <laughs> some people thought it was trash. Um, it, it, to me, it was a Super Bowl performance. Like, yeah. I, I, I'll remember it, but I'm not like it didn't stick with me forever. And that's the thing. I you always say that the weekend is one of your favorite concerts you've been to. He is, for sure. It's I just the Super Bowl to me. I feel like it was a little bit of a different vibe. Like, it was a cool concert. So the weekend performing on itself, great concert. But as far as, as the Super Bowl, it didn't cut it for me. I remember the memes. That's a, yeah. Like, all the memes and the gifs. I remember those. Him lost more than trying the- to find everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was funny. So, there's a guy. I think we all love this guy, right? Yes, we do. Love he's, him a lot. He's throwing his hat. And saying he wants to do the Super Bowl halftime report. And if you don't, or halftime performance, not report. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the one, the only, the myth, the legend, Snoop Dogg. Snoop. Book it. Snoop Dogg. But not only Snoop Dogg, he wants Kendrick, he wants Dre, and he wants Eminem on the stage. No. With him. Yes. Okay, come on. If this. So he wants the Up and Smoke tour to do the halftime performance at the Super Bowl. You know what? This is not Detroit Lions level-esque of I would mortgage everything to go to that, but I might give up a pretty penny to go to see that. You would? I would, I would entertain it. Lions, Lions going to the Super Bowl, I don't care. I'm giving everything up at all costs. But this one, I might be like, huh? <laughs> What's up, Fish? Uh, two things. Number one, uh, sadly, the NFL probably won't let this happen. They probably won't want uh, four different rappers performing in the Super Bowl. Okay. That's just how the <laughs> history has been with the NFL and rappers. Uh, and two, the Super Bowl is in L.A., so it makes a lot of sense for oh my him God. to be down there. It's got to be. Um, I, I, would, I would normally agree with Fish if... Jay-Z and Rock Nation were not curating the Super Bowl at halftime entertainment. So That's with that point. being with that being said, I could definitely see that happening. Mute Dude. my mic after that. Good point, Corey. <laughs> you know what? You know what I would love most about this is listen, you can't please all people. That's life. <laughs> Imagine the people that do not care about rap music at all on Facebook going off. What is this trashy music? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best part. Um, what's well, crazy that's, that's, is like we pretty much saw this concert in Detroit when Eminem was here because he brought out Dr. Dre and he brought out Snoop. So, yeah. I mean, it, obviously Kendrick wasn't big at the time he did that, but you know we've seen uh, Kendrick here in Detroit too when he was with Big Sean and J Cole at Joe Lewis, and that was a great show. Uh, that would be amazing. That was Super Bowl up in smoke halftime. The dispensaries would. <laughs> Bank in LA that weekend. Snoop's just throwing out weed to the crowd. <laughs> oh, like, he would. Oh, like, he would. Oh, you get a joint. That's what they do. And section 124, you get joints. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised. Everybody on the field. Fish, what you thinking, buddy? Well, that's what the NFL tries to make everyone happy. They put a very popular artist as the main headline, they put a rapper as the feature. So you throw, like, Pink out there to do something with Eminem, and then you service, like, my mom and all those people who love Pink. Get get Rihanna and and her and Eminem, I love the way you lied, and boom. There we go. That's that's what they do then. So you guys are solving a problem then. Speaking of, have you you heard that they tried to cancel Eminem because of that song? Wait, what? They They tried to cancel everybody, Stan. Yeah, they they do try to cancel everybody. Wait, what line from there? um, You'll never guess. The thing about it was it is, trending on Twitter like three weeks ago. That Eminem, cancel Eminem. Yeah, I'm it, singing it in my head now. It's some stupid line. If it's, you're going to cancel, 
Eminem off of that. Don't listen to the Marshall Mathers LP, Slim Shady LP. Don't even play Eminem show. Don't just, go back to any Eminem in the back. Just don't listen to Eminem. Just shut your ears, put your head in the sand, and act like bad things don't exist. Defensive music. Yeah. No, it's I'm going to tie you to the bed and set this house on fire. Oh. They, it was What's wrong uh, with that? Have anybody domestic any- violence? Domestic violence. He hates women. He abuses his yeah. girlfriends. It's, if she deserves it, she deserves. <laughs> have, have they not? Heard, have I'm they kidding. not heard the song Kim? That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cancel Joey now. When he's literally killing yesterday. Kim cancel and dragging Joey. her to the ocean. Yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> or the offensive. one where he drives around with a dead body in the car, <laughs> waving at people. Is it that one? Like, but no, tire to the bed and set this house on fire. That crossed the line. I thought they and wanted... ten years later, too. By the way, man, if you don't, all right, you don't want to. That's the Sonny Bono line. Skibidi be bop for Crystal Reeves. Sonny Bono skis horses are hitting, hitting some, some trees. trees. Yeah, roll up on you like Christopher Reeves. <laughs> like, I mean, we could go on and on and on. Like, honestly, we could just read every Eminem song, and it's more offensive than tire to the bed and set this house on fire. <laughs> right. Like that, it blows my mind what people try to cancel people for today. <laughs> but that being said, um, Eminem Super Bowl halftime with Snoop, Dre, and Kendrick. I, I didn't even put together that it was in L.A. But I did not either. That I didn't makes register. the most sense. Oh man, that would be so just. First off, amazing for L.A. to have that out there, but even bigger for Detroit to to have that on the main stage. I just see him coming out like bouncing in an Impala, like onto oh, yeah. the stage, like. Dude. And Snoop, his thing is, Snoop is so cool with everybody right. that he, he would literally bring the whole L.A. out. And that's the thing with Snoop. Like, to Fish's point, like, the NFL may not allow it because they're rappers. Like, but my mom loves Snoop because of Martha Stewart loves Snoop. So, like, Snoop transcends yeah. rapping. You know, he's not 19-year-old Kelvin Brodus anymore that murder was the case. Like, Dude, he's he's doing cooking shows with fucking and, and, Martha Stewart. I was going to say that. You guys know they had a cooking show. Yeah, they did. They literally, and that, let's say, okay, M, well, Snoop, M, Dre, Kendrick, each of those guys literally has a song that the casual person who doesn't even really like rap for real, they have a song or two that that person will like. For or, sure. Or have heard in a club and would dance to. So get them on there. Have them play all the hits, you'd win. Especially Snoop. I mean, the dude is freaking in the NHL hockey game as one of the announcers. You see all the stuff that he's done recently where he's been announcing ratings through the roof. That's why he keeps getting more of these gigs. So this would be the smartest thing for the Super Bowl to do <laughs> as far as rating sake goes. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the bot- or the top bar that we got right here or over here. <laughs> Look at how high Snoop looks in this picture. <laughs> Just look at those eyes. Those are those are high eyes right there. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's a rumor on the street. Snoop's throwing his name in the ring, um, and we'll follow up on that. But God, like that, I know people that would buy a ticket to see that and not even care about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I Man, mean that'd be legendary. It, it, it makes it. It's one of those things where it almost makes too much sense. Yeah, so it almost makes too much sense for them not to do it. So. <laughs> there's there's my mom right there. I love Snoop because of who he is, and I love Eminem. See? Moms are already down for it. See? So, yeah, we'll keep you up to date on who's going to perform at Super Bowl halftime. I think it would be a great performance if they got those four on stage. And definitely in L.A., it would shut L.A. down. So oh. let's make that happen. Jay-Z, 
Let's make that happen, man. Don't just put yourself on. Put everybody else <laughs> <You're> on. <right. laughs> That's what I, I just see him offering it up to all Rockefeller artists. Like, uh, okay. Oh, 100% he would do that. Yeah, but no, let's let's get the big boys of L.A. out there. Um, Snoop performing at halftime, potentially, which would be great. And coming up next, speaking of great, we got Joey's News up next right here on the Woodward Sports Network. Morning, Art. Morning, D-Mac. Good morning, everyone! Extra, extra, read all about it! Let's get into Joey's news! Let's go! The Tigers pulling it off, guys. Yeah. Started out a little bit hot on the season, then we went... Psh, we're hiding, I don't even know where we went. But we're back, and the Tigers pulled it off yesterday as Casey Mize strikes out seven as the Tigers get the W against the Seattle Mariners 4-1. to one. Yeah, Mize is looking super strong, and this, like you said, this angle is amazing. It's like the best. motion like a drone angle or something. Yeah, that, it has to be a drone. Yeah, and what a great play. Yeah, the play, play was good too, but the camera shot. Yeah, but the camera shot, the camera shot, the camera <laughs> shot. Um, but no, Casey Mize. I mean, he's been somewhat as advertised. Like we know he has this in him. He's just got to put it together consistently, and you know, the more. Major league experience he gets, the more times making it through the order and learning guys' tendencies. I think I think we got something in Mize, man. And Garrett Cole has struck out 59 batters since his last walk on April 12th. This sets the new MLB record, passing Corbin Burns 58 strikeouts, and then Kurt Schilling with 56. Great numbers right there. That's it's tough to beat, man. Uh, when you're an accurate pitcher like that, plus you got power. Yeah. Dangerous. Dangerous. He's he earning every bit of that through twenty four million. <laughs> he got paid. But the, when you play for the Yankees, you just get paid. Like, yeah. I don't think they have a guy on their payroll under three hundred million. Dude, some of these baseball contracts, when you look at them, it's like Damn. Yeah, baseball money is real money, man. <laughs> real money. It ain't no monopoly money. No, it's not like football where it's not guaranteed or anything. You sign that contract, they're paying you. Come hell or high water. And a league doesn't make as much money as the MLB, the NHL. Playoffs have begun, and the Avalanche are ahead <laughs> but wait. to start. Playoffs have begun, but they're still playing regular <laughs> season, too. Let's let's talk about that Fish, for a second. Get us up to speed on that one more time, because this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in sports. Well, the Canucks had COVID a few uh, weeks ago, right? So they had to finish the uh, Canucks season. They had to finish the games uh, to finish off the season. I didn't explain that very well. But anyways, you get the point. Uh, the Canucks have two games left. I guess the Flames have two games left as well. So it's Canucks and Flames today at 4 o'clock and then tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I believe that officially... Wrap the season. The Stars had a similar case, but it was earlier in the season but where they the can get all the games wrapped. done. They're in the playoffs. See, but this doesn't <laughs> affect this doesn't affect playoffs at all, right, Fish? No, correct. But they were uh, they were talking about it earlier. They were saying that if it didn't affect the playoffs, they would just cancel the Canucks games because it didn't mean anything. But I guess they decided to finish the season probably to tell all the COVID people that that it's dangerous to say, "Hey, we finished the season." Because then you'd have people being pissed. Oh, you only—the Canucks only played forty-six games, so you technically didn't finish the season. I'm more pissed that I'm confused. Who the hell's playing? Is this a playoff team or is the NHL right. just having a regular? Like, why don't they just do a preseason game while they're at it too? <laughs> who the hell cares? Like, <laughs> nothing matters anymore. Right. The world's upside they down. They also probably do it for the uh, the draft. 
so that each team has the same amount of games played for the at the end of the season. Yeah, for the draft, so that the, they don't have to change the now, whole draft there's lottery the first thing because that there's makes only forty two games. Yeah, but not, it's now still we gotta doesn't make sense because all the other teams played fifty six. So it's, it's COVID. Games get canceled. That's a part of the nature that we're in. Yeah, just go off win percentage. So they're gonna finish the season tomorrow. So good for them. Clap it up for the NHL, everybody. <laughs> Finish the season three games into the playoffs. Awesome. NHL could be the stupidest league right now. <laughs> but It gives you extra games. Sean Blasian's happy. Where's the got, Red Wings at? Then? Damn it, let me see the Red Wings play right now. Hockey. Yeah, but it's for nothing. It means nothing. Pride? There okay. you go. Pride in that no. when you're not even above 500. <laughs> like, I love basketball, but if, like, you know, the Wizards lose and the Celtics, obviously they're playing each other. But if both those teams lost and... I got to watch them three weeks into the playoffs. I don't give a All shit right, so, what so happens. Let's, so let's use, let's use Red Wings then. If the Red Wings were playing today against the Sabres. Could still care less. Would we still? Would we? No? Wouldn't no. care. Okay, cool. They're not in the playoffs. Wouldn't care. I would love to see this right, team cool. play that's fight, playing for nothing. <laughs> right. Well, it's just about finishing the season. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, the NFL would do the same thing if the NFL had to finish up nah. the season. They, you don't think so? I think no. they would. The NFL wouldn't have these problems. Well, well, well yeah. That, that could be another thing. But let's say they did. I think any league, NBA, NHL, I think they try to finish the league. I figured leagues. we would have seen this before if other leagues would have done it. I don't know. Well, we it, didn't. But. And it, that is, this right here just shows how dysfunctional the NHL is right. to me. That's why that's a thing. Because I don't think the other leagues would have this issue. Well, NHL hockey has begun. Some in regular season, some in the playoffs. <laughs> and I love NHL playoffs. The Colorado Avalanche taking on the Blues. And the Avs are starting the series ahead 1 0. And this unfolded yesterday, and I love to see it. Of the avalanche comes right at him. Looking him skating things. away from we the linesman. Commercial break because this was later. Shen Sin telling that linesman, "Get out of here! If we if we don't go now, we're going to go at some point anyway. So let's save the time." And they go at it. And what a scrap this is! Two guys that totally respect one another. Two hard players, and the place going nuts in Colorado and a. Sitting on that bench, like, damn, I got my ass beat. Uh -oh. How are you going to run up on somebody and catch the fade? <laughs> right. Like, right. On. That's the cardinal sin. You're not, if you run up on somebody, you're supposed to drop them. You, you ran up on it and got your ass beat. Come See, on, what's funny about that video is the referee was trying to save him by holding him back. Right. I'm trying to save you from this bucket. I'm trying to help you out, bud. Don't all do right. it. You don't want do it. it. You, you want the smoke? You got it. Listen, we all have that friend <laughs> like that. Hey, man, don't fight this dude. You don't want to fight this dude. Don't fight. The next thing you know, your friend's knocked out. And you're like, God, I told, I told you. you. I told you. <laughs> I told you don't fight this dude. Now I got to fight this dude for you. Thanks a lot. One dude none of us want to fight is the man by the name of Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions yeah. organization because he is a badass. And you might see him with a pet lion following him at all times because he was serious in an interview saying that he wants a pet lion to follow him around <laughs> practice and love have it. this lion on the field. I absolutely love it. I think he should. I'm all for it. What I loved is that he wants the big-ass chain. Like, that's all I keep thinking. I'm thinking of, like, Mr. T or, like, the junkyard dog back in the day with that big, thick chain around him. That's, that's the leash that Dan Campbell's walking this guy around with. Just look at him. And there you go. The quote is, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. <laughs> and I love how he prefaces it with that. Uh, but I would love to literally have a pet lion. Just a legit pet lion on a big-ass chain. <laughs> I, I love the way he said it. 
on a big ass chain. <laughs> right. On a big ass chain. Um, he's really my, he really is my pet. We just walk around the building. We go out to practice, uh, for seven on seven <laughs> and we're even behind the kicker when he's kicking. Oh my God. I just feel like oh, he's going to, I just remember for some reason I had like this vision of Nino Brown <laughs> in all black walking the dog. So Dan Campbell in all black, just walking around with a big ass line with a big ass gold chain. I can't hear the name Nino Brown and not think of the line. I want to shoot you so hard. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a great line by Ice-T. What a great line. And there has been some talk surfacing the internet of Aaron Rodgers possibly to Denver. And some NFL execs talked about what this deal would have to look like to have good enough value for the Packers to even consider this. It would be Three first-round picks in 2022, 23, and 24. A 2022 second-round pick and three premier players just to have a chance at this. Yeah, what are premier players? Like, they're going to want Devontae Adams. They're going to want A.J. Dillon. Like, what what does that mean? Because if I'm already giving you three first-round picks, those are the premier players. What that means is it ain't happening. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah, we're going to have to deal with what would be great is Aaron Rodgers just quits. Like, just, like, all right, he calls their bluff. They call his bluff. The beginning of the season starts at a stalemate, and he's just like, you know what, guys, I'm out of here. I'm going to go host Jeopardy. Yeah. Jeopardy was so good to me that right. I'm just done with football. I don't think he I don't think he walks away. I think um, he probably might start the season holding out, though. Probably we might miss a game or two and then, then, then come back. But please, God, if you're listening, I paid my tithes this week. <laughs> right. Let Aaron Rodgers get traded out to NFC North. Thank you. What's up, Fish? Are we really considering Aaron Rodgers going to Jeopardy? Um, I mean, it's a possibility, yeah. He's doing the job. He well, did the job. Yeah. Well, okay, but he he did it as a guest host. There's yeah. plenty of people who have done it over the past few weeks, and there's people that are better than him. I gotta be honest. I haven't watched Jeopardy since Alex Trebek died. I have not. I, I it ain't see, the same. It'll see, never be the same. I'd rather see Bill Whitaker or Anderson Cooper up there versus Aaron Rodgers. I wanted Buzzy. Like Buzzy was my dude on Jeopardy. I don't know if you guys are big Jeopardy fans, but Buzzy was one of the Tournament of Champions people. I thought he was great. Personality, funky dress, smart guy. You know, personable. Like that would have been my pick. But yeah, honestly, I have not watched Jeopardy since Alex Trebek died, and I used to be a religious everyday Jeopardy wow, really? watcher. Every day, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Now, neither for some reason. I don't know. It's weird. You got to see this right here. Um, you know you're going to be a special player when your calf is literally shaped like a football. <laughs> Look at Najee Harris right here. This is the best thing I've seen. It's literally a football. That's crazy. Dude's a beast, too. Dude, look, look at his arms. Yeah. Look how shredded this dude yeah. is. He, look, he looks good in a Steelers uniform, too. I won't lie. Yeah, uh, that, that dude has play, muscles and plays that I think you can have. <laughs> yeah. No, they uh, they need a top-end running back. They didn't address their line problems, so that's going to be an issue for Najee Harris. They, they got nobody to block for him in Pittsburgh right now. Oh, man. Rob just put in the chat, Snoop should do Jeopardy. Oh. Snoop should do everything in life, though. Yeah. yeah. Snoop should host a show on the Woodward Sports Network. Yes. That'd oh, Lord. Cool, that would. <laughs> we better get our studio back there going for sure then. He'd have to steal the name from Sean and call it the Smoke Show. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, Sean. We got to give that name to Snoop now. Sorry. Nothing we can do about it. And some local news to end this. Mayor Duggan announced the interim Detroit police chief is going to be James White. James Craig, now James White. So 
James just holding it down in the city of Detroit. Yeah, I don't know much about James White, but Terry Foster was in here yesterday when that got announced, and you know he seemed to know a little bit about him. Didn't really give me a thumbs up or thumbs down, but yeah. just said, yeah, okay. So uh, In turn, we'll see. Yeah. We wish him the best, obviously. Yeah. Big shoes to follow, though. That's for damn sure. I mean, Craig handled things incredibly well for Detroit. Like, the politics aside, I don't care what side of the aisle he was on. But, you know, we didn't experience a lot of the things that a lot of the country had to experience because of the solid leadership we had from our police department. Yeah. So I'll tip my cap to him for that. I remember people saying, oh, don't go downtown Detroit tonight. It's going to be real dangerous. These protests going down. Not a single thing. No, and there was that one incident where the protests were going down, and then there was a police shooting in Detroit a couple blocks over, and people started to congregate and stuff. But they ended up, I mean, obviously it's not an ideal situation for anybody, but facts came out that the police department put out there very quickly that this young man brandished his gun first, shot at police first, and that's why the altercation went down. So he, he was able to dampen it. Obviously, any loss of life is tragic, but he was able to dampen it, and we didn't blow out of control because hopefully, even though we weren't alive, hopefully Detroit learned its lessons from the 70s riots and the 60s riots. Like It, it set this city back 50 years. Yeah, I've heard a lot about those riots. It was... This was not the place to be at all. No. But um, but to your point about James Craig, when all those protests and stuff was going downtown with after the whole George Floyd incident, that was it was just that protest, and everybody went ahead and moved along. Yep. They did not let the city of Detroit get tur- get torn down like a lot of other places. But also too, it was citizens who were just like, "Hey, you're not about to." mess up that business like some people some kids were trying to you know jack up nike um nike store and people citizens were like no you're not about to do that yeah what i found interesting in that you know not to get in a crazy political conversation but like the residents of detroit checked all the suburb kids coming yeah, down there ready to that's, break shit. That, that's who it was the suburbs i'm like see that's a real keep, city keep, though keep, keep your ass keep your <laughs> ass and you know Royal Oak or Ferndale, or whatever. Right. Don't 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 come down there and start and messing up what's nice down there. We finally got a nice downtown. You want to right? You're not even from there, right? Leave it alone. <laughs> the trick trick even said like, listen, you ain't you ain't crossing eight mile if you if you're not from across eight miles. So just stay your ass home. And you know, luckily, not luckily, but you know, we made it out without any major, 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 yeah. major incidents. So you know, Chief Craig, great job. Hopefully, the next guy can do just as good, if not better. We go from Detroit down to Fenton real quick to talk about Bridge Street Exchange because you got to show some love over there. BridgeStreetExchange.com. You can shop there right now. WSN is the code word to get 15% off your entire order, and it's going to be a hot day. Close to like 80 degrees today. It's going to get up to 90 degrees later on in the week that we all got to update our wardrobe. I'm here with long jeans on and got to get some new clothes myself. So head there, check them out for yourself. Bridge Street Exchange, downtown Fenton. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm looking to bring out another HVAC tech right now. We are recruiting five to 10 techs a month. We're looking to grow and expand. Every new tech we hire is from Northwestern Tech. The hands-on training is fantastic. They're always my first call. We love hiring Northwestern Tech grads. They come out trained and ready to work. Our program is only 10 and a half months, and our next classes are starting soon. So why wait? I'm looking to hire. I'm looking to hire. Hire a graduate of Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Yeah, it is. Fish. Go fish. Fish. It's fish. All right. We're a little bit early today. Normally we do this at 950, but you know what, fish? Let's just get right into your facts, buddy. Fish facts for today. What you got for us? No video today. It's Tuesday. It's always a great day. It is. Closer to the weekend. That's right. Love the weekend. A lot of big stuff excited for the weekend. We got to get through the the week first. Uh, We start with baseball. Shohei Otani baseball. You love this guy, Stick, don't you? I do. He He's just slowly becoming my favorite baseball player, period. Love the pitching and the batting. You won't see that anymore. But uh, he got 13 home runs. Leads the MLB. Uh, and he's got a .126 opponent batting average, which is the lowest in Major League Baseball minimum of 25 innings pitched. That's awesome. Uh, is that your little note down there? We're so lucky to be watching this. Yeah, it is. It is. Lucky to watch this, yeah. Yeah. No, we are. I mean, honestly, we're witnessing history. No no, one, no pitcher has led the Major League in, baseball, uh, in home runs and ERA since Babe Ruth. And that's a long time ago. Long, long time ago. That's long a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's no basketball last night. I'm sure everyone knows, so that's why it's all baseball today. Uh, we have Max Fred, or Max, yeah, Max Fried, who uh, got eight strikeouts last night. Uh, none of them were fastballs. That ties the most strikeouts on non-fastballs in a game of his career, with August 30th, 2019, and June 30th, 2018. That's interesting. That's a really interesting fact. So he wasn't obviously not overpowering people. He's just throwing curveballs, sliders, change-ups, and all that to get people out. That's yeah, skill. Just drawing them in the corner. That's that's awesome. That's pitching. Like that's the art of pitching right there. Yeah. We go to today, which is May eighteenth, Tuesday. Two more days till basketball come home. Uh, we go to nineteen seventy one hockey. Stanley Cup final hockey back in nineteen seventy one. Where Sean Belizean's Montreal Canadiens beat the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3. to Henry Richards scored twice in that game in 1971. Nice. Then we go to 1972, where a basketball player, John Sebastian, 63 consecutive three throws, three throws while blindfolded. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. I wish How we had many footage of that. 63 consecutive 63. free throws. Consecutive free throws, by the way. You think See, they just a- lied to him and told him it was 63? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it went in. Yeah, that one went in, too. <laughs> you know what my favorite is? My favorite is when you do, like, behind-the-back shots or blindfolded shots. Like, they'll do, like, a half quarter. Oh, it went in. Yeah, and they'll go crazy like it went in, but it really didn't They're go right. in. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good shot. Good shot. Oh, He's, like, man. 10 feet to the left. Uh, we have a 1994. We got the uh, second 
You wait for Champions League final happened in 1994. The what league? I figured you'd go there. And what do you got to do? The champion. Do, 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 do. Yes, sir. It was the second final that they had. And uh, AC Milan beat Barcelona. Uh, sorry, Bar yeah, AC Milan beat Barcelona 4 to nil in Greece. Nice. Which is a great country. I love Greece. They hosted the Olympics in uh 1895 was it and 2004 they were the first to host the olympics and that's yeah, where the olympics started they were the first mm -hmm. love that country you've been there sick you like greece i do like greece it was beautiful when i was there um you know it, it's weird because they're bankrupt right now yep so everything's very cheap you know the, the they're very welcoming though because they're the tourism is all they're living off of right now the food is amazing i had some of the best lamb i've ever had in my life there and just the sites the architecture all that stuff it's fascinating yeah, they need europe needs tourism to survive maybe yeah. not all of europe but a yeah. lot of the countries yeah i went to, to rome and then we took like an hour flight uh, that's how close it is to get to greece Did you go to any sporting events um i did not but Damn. manchester united was playing while we were there and soccer hooligans were taking over the streets it was oh. it was hilarious and funny at when, the same when, time. when did you go uh three years ago so 2018 2018 yep okay well, he's trying to remember 20... the match of who they played. i am yeah 2018. Was it in Greece or? Uh, uh, no, it was in like Rome proper. Rome? Okay, so 2018. They could have been in the champion. They could have played Roma. Yeah, huh. yeah. It was it was fun. It was fun. Sounds fun. 1990. Did you get into soccer hogan fights? I, I thought about yourself. it, but no, I was there with my wife. And, I you know. thought about <laughs> it. <laughs> no, honestly, because that's like a whole. You ever seen the movie Euro Trip? Where the, the soccer hooligans, if you're not a mank, you're a wank. And they, like, go around beating the shit out of people. I was like, they're oh, basically bar, They're basically bar fights times two. Yeah, no, it's it, they're intense, yeah. And you could you could tell. You bump into one of those guys, oh, yeah. a fight's going to incur. Yeah. Uh, 1996, Buffalo Bills quarterback Jim Kelly. Oh, we, this is a wedding, by the way. We have a wedding today. Hey. Uh, Bills quarterback Jim Kelly weds a marketing director, Jill w Wagner. 27 at a church in Buffalo, 1996. Nice. Congratulations. So we go from a wedding to a divorce. Uh-oh. Uh, but this is a eventual divorce because <laughs> this is the strawberry family, not the fruit strawberry. The family of the strawberry. The, <laughs> the, the Daryl strawberry family? Wow, yeah, this the is the, strawberry the family. family that created uh, strawberries. 1989, they did. Uh, Lisa Strawberry files for divorce from husband. Uh, the MLB player Daryl Strawberry. Yep, he did a lot of coke. So nineteen eighty nine. That was a sad day, fish. And then eventually in nineteen ninety three they were divorced. Yep, he so did they, a lot. Today of Today was the day she divided. Blah 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 blah. Wowie wee wow. File for divorce. And those are the facts. We're gonna come back tomorrow with some incredible facts for Wednesday. Almost to the weekend. You and gave Fish, a lot of knowledge today on the show, Fish. And honestly, real. those were great facts. And your new graphic looks amazing, too. You're doing all your yeah, own well, graphics I, now. I, I would have liked to have three facts. So tomorrow we'll try to get three up there. Yeah, but your your yeah. facts look good. Your graphics look good, man. It's coming along. Good job, Fish. I try. I'm going to make some improvements a little here and there. And we'll try to get three for you tomorrow. We'll have some basketball tomorrow because we got some games tonight. Um, and then we'll just see what else the world brings. Playoffs yesterday. Oh, I love playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's do it. Let's get into Joey's Dumbass of the Day. The Detroit Pistons select Darko Milicic. World's dumbest criminal. Well, so much for me calling him savvy because he had no idea where he's on the field. He crosses too many timeouts. It's a technical foul. Dumbass. That's Hall of Famer Chris Webber to you. Man. Right. <laughs> so uh, there's this new trend going around the world right now that we live in about hoarding gas. Have any of you guys been out there? 
I was literally at a gas station yesterday. I was filling up at Speedway, and someone had a whole bunch of containers, filling them up, putting them in the bed of his truck. And I'm like, yo, what, what? Is this for real? Like, I, I haven't been following all of this. So, uh, pipeline got hacked. Yeah. And then they had to shut it down. And that caused some prices to jump, mostly in like southeastern United States, like um, like North Carolina Boy, and all that. It, like gas is jumping up to like five dollars. South and northeast. And northeast, the okay. Pipeline's like five thousand miles goes down from like Texas to uh, New York. But they got it fixed now, right? And everything's flowing again. So it is fixed. It's flowing, but it's going to take time. It just doesn't start and then quick. Yeah, so. but uh, yeah, we got our first gas shortage. Wasn't that fun? And now gas is going to go up to like five bucks. And you think it'll get. Hit five? Oh yeah. Well, it definitely is down in the southeast oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, I don't want it to hit yeah, here. So it, it'll take time, but eventually we'll get back. Yeah, we'll get back. This to place it, but... is down south that have zero. DC but let's go, national gas. security. Get your shit together. Right. We forget <laughs> how cheap gas really got because we were so used to it. Uh, it was we... filling up for like in the twenties. Now I'm paying like forty. I was like, I, come on. Well, and honestly, that was part of what, you know, like, that was part of it. Well, tax is going to be, or gas is going to be cheap, and that's almost like a, a tax return almost every week for that's people. True. For the mom driving her kids to school, for people that have long commutes and stuff like that. Like, that tax, uh, the gas staying low is very important to people's incomes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Stick will laugh at this. I saw a meme posted that. I remember back in my day, a bag of gas meant something totally different. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What does that mean? Weed, Joey. It's oh, weed. Okay. <laughs> Why? Gas is another term for it? I'm yes. confused. Smoking on that gas. Dude. Like to be on yeah. cinnamon. Okay. Right. <laughs> Big shot line. Uh, Two chains. 20, a 28-year-old woman named Jessica in South Carolina had several containers of gas in her trunk, and she was driving in a stolen vehicle. Oh, jeez. This is going to go bad right here. I'm saying. The cops spotted her. Jessica led the cops into a high-speed chase. Lost control, ran off the road, flipped the vehicle, and guess what happened next, guys? It exploded. Big explosion. Yes! Like movie-style explosion? Like movie-style explosion. Oh, so she awesome. is the dumbass by the name of Jessica in South Carolina. Is she Sounded okay? Like, I, that part I didn't, I didn't know. She, she uh, did, but she's yeah, the dumbass. She did. <laughs> she did. Now, she just suffered some really bad burns on this, but remember, gas is safer in the tank. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't belong in plastic bags. No. I mean, I get it. You need a mode to get it from point A to point B, and sometimes plastic bags. But no, man, it, like I, I'm, I'm concerned. Like, first off, you, you're bad enough you stole a car, but you get in a high speed chase with police with bags of gas. And we're 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 getting stupider and stupider. But she here. she saved a couple dollars on that gas because she got it cheaper right now. Right. Where's she go? Where's she go to? Freaking Sam's Club or, <laughs> or somewhere? <laughs> the, the gas is not the worrying part. The gas is fine. People have done it for their whole lives. It's the stolen vehicle and the police chase. Yeah. Um. You guys ever watch it? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Is, is, is that a movie? One of the greatest shows ever. Don't know what uh, Corey, a movie is. I love you more and more every day, man. The fact that you're getting this reference when they tried to sell gas. Do you remember that episode? That's all I see happening right now in like North Carolina. Just a bunch of rednecks filling up, um, filling up trash cans full of gas and taking. You just, you know, we'll just sell gas. Literally garbage bags and like the things I've seen on the internet these last couple of days. Yeah, makes me realize how not only dumb Jessica is, how dumb <laughs> the whole world is. Yep. Well. Welcome to Idiocracy, my friend. 
It's what plants crave. Uh, thank you guys for waking up with the Morning Woodward Show this morning. We're on every morning, 8 to 10, right here on the Woodward Sports Network. Belizean and Bell are up next, followed by The Hook from 3 to 5 with our own Darren McCarty, Maz, and Pilar. So have a great rest of your Tuesday. Get outside, enjoy the weather, and thank you guys for being a part of our show. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.